Wow. Yeah, we got engaged, great. and then three weeks later, wait. I got married. Wait, when wait, did what? you? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, when did you guys get engaged? No, seriously. How many, slow down. How, many, <laughs> how many months in did you guys get engaged? Uh, I think like six months. Wait, so you moved from New York four months in, two months in here, you got engaged, and three weeks later, you got married. Okay, that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Mario. And I'm Peter. And we're Guys, Guys That, that Listen. Listen. Uh, today's show, we got Joyce the Dentist. What's up? Tell us a little bit about yourself, Joyce. So I'm Joyce the Dentist on Instagram. That's why they keep calling me Joyce the Dentist. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube as Joyce the Dentist. I do like dental tips, mm. things like that. And I'm a practice owner in Costa Mesa. So nice, I own nice. my practice and I do cosmetic dentistry, oh, which oh, is like... Cost. I beautify people. You have really nice teeth. <gasps> oh, yeah. You, you have you. such you. nice teeth. Oh, my God. I'm in <laughs> I'm invisible work line right now. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do it on the show? She's just like... <laughs> Actually, you have really nice teeth. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, don't even look at mine. I had braces twice, so... <laughs> yeah, I've had braces twice, You put twice in the work. I put in, I put I'm in invisible right now. Oh. Yeah. I never had braces as a kid, so yeah. like... I was like, I need to do this for myself. Mm-hmm. My teeth actually were real, pretty nice before Invisalign, but now I feel like, dude, it's yeah, even really. better. Even the 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 color of it, like the shine on it, like it's really good. Oh, like I was thanks. trying to get, I was trying to get, no, I was trying to get mine that white, but uh-huh. I ne- they never get that white. Oh, you were talking about? Are you doing the strips? No, I went in and got, got oh. like actually whitened. Uh-huh. I've done the strips too, but I don't stay consistent on it. Like I do it once, I'm like, okay, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do it like all the time. People think like, oh, you're gonna go from yellow to white oh. in one session, but like you need multiple yeah. sessions. It's kind of like bleaching your hair, right? When people want to go yes. platinum. Oh. You can't just go from like <laughs> black hair so to like platinum. Literally, that's what I, that's like the exact analogy I use. Oh, okay. Cool. My yeah. Gosh. That's what I was thinking. So I can't just turn blonde like right away? Like, no. I want to go for the, the it, it, Bad Bunny look. And oh, look. yeah? You want to do that? It's going to take a couple of run-throughs, you know? Hey, how do you feel about uh, shady dentists who like have their own practice, but they're not actually licensed? You know, they'll do it out of their like living room or garage Wait, or something. Oh, you don't know about this? No, I do. Oh, you do? Do you know that? I actually called out one of those dentists on TikTok and Instagram, and he wrote me a one-star Google review for my practice. (laughs) I, like, told them, can you please take it down? This is, like not legit and mm-hmm. they're like no we call them basement dentists yeah. <laughs> and i'm like That's okay sketchy. i don't know why you would go to a basement dentist like they're your teeth yeah like, they're like your body parts like why would you do that oh this this all basement dentists <laughs> <laughs> 75 bucks yeah, they're, they're good job. Oh, yeah i guess because it's cheaper <laughs> but that is way cheaper significantly wait cheaper. how do you how do you know about this oh my cousin Cousins of basement dentist. All right, explain, bro. Explain. Okay, okay so explain. my cousin, uh, so my cousin, um, he got his degree and everything in Peru, but when he came here, it didn't translate over. So he had to go back to school to do everything he already knew mm-hmm. how to do. So what he would do, like, it, so he has a hustle on the side. Like he originally like worked for like my company, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, I run a cleaning company, commercial uh-huh. cleaning. But this dude was a dentist, like, you know, mm-hmm. so he's making some extra money here, but he's like, you know what? Am I going to just be doing this like my whole life? Like while he's working in school to get his like degree and everything yeah. too. So he's like, I make more money just like opening up my own practice from my living room. But so he's he got a his real own dentist. Chair. Oh no. Yeah. He was a dentist. <laughs> like he, he, he had gone to school. I don't know if he was full on dentist over there, but it's just like, you know, you come here, you have to start over. Yeah. You know? No, I know. Yeah. I used to teach though. So I used to teach at USC in the dental school and one of the 
courses I would teach is like dentists from other countries. When they come here, they have to go through like two or three years of dental school again, even if they're like legit dentists in their own country to like kind of like calibrate them to the way that we do it in America or whatever. But like, um, like all their crown preps and stuff, but they're like real dentists. Like they, they're practicing real people oh. over there. Okay, that's a little different. I thought that's, it was like, different. I thought it was like he woke up one day, he's like, I'm gonna be a fucking dentist. I don't, you know, like, well, I don't think he like put up like a Google page and like asked people to come in. No, you know what? It's crazy because it's like, so he would have his own practice, right? From his from his living room. Oh, no, not even his living room. It's his living room and there's just a side room and uh-huh. he just has his own dental chair in there yeah. and everything too. And you just have like, everyone in the neighborhood knows and they just come there because it's so much cheaper. You go get a teeth cleaning. I went to go get a teeth cleaning the other day. It was like, what? 150 bucks or something like that uh-huh. they charge you 50 bucks like just to clean your teeth same same exact thing and i've done it i've gone i've gone back to back to like mm-hmm. a dental office and i've gone to like my shady dentist what yeah. is- <laughs> <laughs> and it's like y'all doing the same thing yeah. <laughs> but it's like so i usually I used to go with him he did my braces he did all my uh, my, my 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 orthodontic stuff uh-huh. he did my cleaning all that yeah and then after he well, he ended up like marrying a, a like a white lady and divorcing her to get his papers and got his. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> and then he got all his uh, all his stuff. He got licensed and everything, so he's good. He got his own practice. He oh. his own practice in LA now, so he's good. So he's so legit before, now. Oh, uh, no, he's legit now. He's legit. Oh, okay. He's completely legit. But before he left, he he referred me to another shady dentist. Oh. So <laughs> what? So you're like in a network of shady dentists? Yes, yes, because they're so much cheaper and. Uh, <laughs> So now I go to this like she she lives in kind of like this mobile home place and it's like kind oh of, my god it gets even shadier it's not it's not even out of the living room anymore it's out of mobile it's, home it's, it's in Garden Grove too oh my gosh so I go to her for my teeth cleaning all right <laughs> no nothing extra nothing crazy but my sister did get her her braces from her too though so they do they do everything man they do everything it's just it's just way gnarly. cheaper yeah it's a whole other world okay okay Mario <laughs> at what point do you stop. You're like, oh, well, the next dance is at the alley down the street. Well, I already got hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're so cheap. I actually went like, to a legit dentist like last week. I got my okay. teeth cleaned. I paid my 200 bucks. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm good now. I'm legit now. That's crazy. Okay, so you're saying that's your cousin. I'm assuming word of mouth, neighborhood stuff. That's oh, how yeah. you guys business, right? Dude, no, it's crazy because it's like everyone. He'll show, he showed me. It's like he's got like. I don't know, 50 clients, like, in general, just, like, no. from... Because it's people who can't, like, afford actual dentists. Uh-huh. And, but they know. I'm like, oh, the, this dude in the neighborhood, he does the, he does the cleaning. And so they all go to him. That's crazy. Like, wow. And it's all cash. I feel yeah. bad calling him a shady dentist. <laughs> like, he's, like, a legit dentist, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I call him a shady country. dentist. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the basement dentist I'm talking about, they just, like, woke up one day and they're like, yeah. I'm going to do composite veneers. Yeah, How? yeah. How do you do that with they that just, knowledge, They though, take, like, like, a course and oh. they just do it like it's like art i mean what we do is sort of like artistic oh yeah where we just like put composite on teeth and shape it so like they can learn it but the thing is they're not real dentists so they're doing Mm. it over like cavities and things like that's where Mm. the issue is they're like hiding disease because people Mm. just want pretty smiles and um that's not the right way to do it so what happened with you and the the person i know they gave you the one star review (laughs) but Uh, after that did you just stop or Actually, what did I do? I I took down the video. Like they messaged me and they're like, "Can you take it down?" I'm like, "Okay." So I took it down mm. and That's I was like, nice "There is part of me that was like, no, I want to keep oh. this up and then oh. pe- so people know all about oh. the shady stuff you do." Mm-hmm. The but dark then side of when they started <laughs> the dark side. That's of a so- hey, that's a solid video. <laughs> yeah, I think 
I think that's something you should put out. Uh, well, I don't want to say any more about these people because they're going to come from my business. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. They're like, you don't know where you're starting, Joyce. <laughs> like, I, I really did want to get out there, like put a bunch of stories up about these types of people. But then at the end of the day, I was like, this is not like a war that I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Like, I have so much going on in life. I don't need to like make this my like battle yeah 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 you're not trying to be some kind of justice warrior right? yeah so you're, so you're gonna let the shady dentists win yeah oh yeah God. the shady dentists are winning yeah that's crazy it's weird now right because like you're a public figure pretty much like you're on tiktok instagram youtube i guess yeah and, and, <laughs> oh, and because you're like i guess but you're also like you're also a businesswoman you own your yeah. own practice mm-hmm. and because of that it's like you saying these things to these shady dentists or, or pretty much anything bad really could go back to your business. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of tough because it's kind of like you want to do the right thing, mm-hmm. but you can't because you got to make sure your business is running. Yeah, right? You got to <laughs> do the right thing for yourself first. Yeah. Well, that's, that's tough. I feel like that's a lot of a uh, conflict because I feel like maybe because I, I don't really care. I'm like, people can slander me all day. I don't give a shit. You know, I'll, I'll call people out just cause like, I'm like, Hey, that's the, the right thing, you know? And, and like, they can't do anything to any of my business cause it has nothing to do with what, uh-huh. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, especially we're talking about this. Do like, not go out to the feel good events. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Suck. Don't go out to my events. Yeah. Yeah. Don't support my DJs and the music and stuff like that. Like I, yeah, I, I feel like it, it does suck that you can't do that as like a dentist. Also, you know, like a public figure, but like just as a person who wants to do something right. Like, because what happens in the horror stories when those things don't go right, you know, like mm-hmm. with the shady dentist, I'm sure like things get pretty fucked up. Dude. Well, so like they wrote the review, they're not taking it down. Yeah. And I took down the video and it's not because like they were, it's because mentally I like would think about, oh my God, this guy is so shady. He's probably on an airplane coming to kill me right now. Oh. <laughs> so so yeah. like I was mentally just like in this headspace. I was like, I don't want to put yeah. any more of my energy into this because like I have bigger things to worry about than mm-hmm. this guy hopping on a plane to come kill me. Yeah. I mean, is there any other way you could go about it? You know what I mean? Like, can you just like report him? And not like make it like a video. Well, I mean, what's that gonna do? You know, like you report them mm-hmm. to the internet authorities, but he still come and kill you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. All right, all right. So, I'm so, still dead. I, I, and I feel like you know, <laughs> as maybe maybe this is me being sexist, but like as a woman, you do have to take a little bit into consideration the danger side of things too. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, you know, what if he comes to her practice or what if he comes and just does this? You know, like, you're not protecting yourself 100%. You can easily find where she works, you know, mm-hmm. Costa Mesa. In- <laughs> <laughs> totally. But, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's it like, is different. You take that into consideration. We're like, you know what? Is this worth it? Nah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you see whose side Mario is on for sure. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm on the side of safety. But, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, I'll agree with that then because, like, yeah, I'm, I always just think about those situations like i had a situation where i got into a like a physical altercation with this guy oh and he like hit like three of my friends two of them <gasps> women and, what? Uh, yeah and we were all bloodied up he like he, like called us like all these oh. names and like we got in like a big fight and then um the cops came and like arrested him and so th- this guy's black right uh-huh uh when me and my friend put him down on the ground this car was driving by and he was like Hey, help me. They're killing me because I'm black. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, no, what the fuck? I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> you hit two of my friends. That's the reason why you're on the ground, you know? 
So then the car like stops. He's like, "Get off of him! Stop being racist! Just because he's black, you Asian people are t- like talking black." I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know, like, completely not the right story at all. Uh-huh. And, and people believe him right away. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So they uh, handcuffed him, put him in the back of the car. And the reason why I did that is because we were all bloody and he wasn't right. So uh, this while he, we were waiting, uh, this homeless guy comes out, mm-hmm. and his face is completely like, battered. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell? And he's like, that guy beat me up in my sleep. So this guy was going around <gasps> like, beating people fuck? up. Oh yeah, it was gosh. crazy. So when I uh, got the phone call, uh, they're like, oh, do you do you guys want to file like a lawsuit against this guy? I was like, fuck yeah, I do. You know, <laughs> hell yeah. So, you know, uh, the court date happened and uh, none of my friends testified. Uh-huh. They were like, I don't want to go to court. I don't want to say anything. I'm like, dude, this guy's going to get off free. You know? This guy is like in danger, like could be hurting people. Yeah. So I went and then uh, I was like, I'm, I'm going to speak up. <clears throat> so I go and then uh, they're calling up all these people and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is not my case. Mm-hmm. So I go up to like the lawyer. I'm like, hey, do you know what's going on with this case? Like I had the paperwork. He's like, oh, it got dismissed. I'm like, why didn't you let me know? They're like, well, we couldn't gather enough like evidence against him. So we dismissed it. I'm like, you dismissed without even letting me know I went to fucking like court for oh. no reason. And this guy just got off like scot free. Now, you know, so I think about situations like that. And I'm like, oh, I just can't, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but also, I'm not thinking about like how it's going to affect my business either. Yeah. So, but times like that it is tough. It's uh-huh. very, you know, conflicting for sure. What's the guy do for a living? Like, is he a <laughs> legit person? Pizza people. So, <laughs> so, all right. So the story's even weirder, right? The, the dude, we were out in the front of the office. This is where it happened, right? It was like late night. And the guy, he was, he had a bike that he was walking and he was, he wore a full on suit. He had glasses, looked like a very, like a, he almost looked like a politician. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of, kind of strange, you know? And, uh, so when that happened, I, I had no idea who he was. And then I posted about it. Right? I put it online. I showed videos and pictures of him getting like very aggressive with us. Actually, no, he hit three girls. Now that I think about it. Yeah. <gasps> it was three girls. It was Jill, Carolyn, and Mary. Whoa. Yeah. And then, uh, when I posted about it, one of my friends who owns like a bar down the street, he was like, that guy came into my bar and he said that I didn't let him in because I'm racist. And I was like, why didn't you let him in? He's like, because it was two 30 and we were closed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Like, so he's been doing shit like this. Like uh, other people are like, oh, I saw that guy too. He was like talking to other people, like, like getting in their face. So, so then uh, one of my friends was like, oh, I know that guy. I'm like, who is he? And he's like a advocate for like a uh, hate speeches and Stop. stuff. Like yeah. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's I was so like, no. what the hell? Yeah. And then- <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Like, like you see pictures of him, like in front of a mic, in front of people talking to people about shit like that. And I was like, what the <sighs> fuck? And he's also a uh, weirdly enough, a shoe shiner. What? Oh. Like he's a shoe shiner. Like, what? you know, you need your shoes. Shine. Still, that's his little business. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he used to work at, in front of American barbershop. Yeah. So people would get a haircut and he would like shine their shoes. Oh, I didn't know people. Really weird. That. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a little weird. I feel yeah. like shoe shiners would have better personality. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. And again, you know, like for me, like <clears throat> Mario knows, like I, I always try to fully like vet out people. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like trust you like right off the bat because I'm like, oh, you know, if there's any kind of discrepancies, I'm like, okay. But yeah, moments like that, I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I don't want other people to run into the same things, you know? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's tough. Because I'm sure you hear the horror stories when it comes to like shady dentists too, right? Or horror stories in general. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I mean, because I think TikTok's algorithm is so crazy. It shows mm. me these things. 
I don't somehow they know I care about shady dentists. <laughs> like, it's like her whole thing. Their algorithm's so good at showing you like exactly what you want to watch. And so like those stories do pop up and I yeah. like, it's like, I just want to, I just want to say something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't. You can't. I mean, I did though, but yeah, yeah. I, I took it down because they asked nicely, even though they wrote me a bad review, I should ask them to take down the bad review. You should. But I just like blocked them and I was like, I, I can't deal with this. Yeah. Are you like, uh, one star reviews super harmful to your business? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Dang, yeah, that's crazy. So even so. you have like mainly five stars. Yeah. Wow. But I think people are smart enough to look through the reviews and be like, oh, this one was written without proper like apostrophes mm-hmm. and like with proper spelling. It kind of like makes the review not look legit. Mm. Like people are smart, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, she's good, she's good, she's good. And then this person like can't even spell. <laughs> they, re- they read it. Yeah. So why why is the Shady Dentist review so crappy? Like poorly written? Like they just... They're I don't from know. Their ba- <laughs> because they're illiterate and working from their basement. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm... You know what I mean? I'm like, I if they're... If they seem that uneducated, like I wouldn't trust a person like that, no matter how much money I want to save. You know what I mean? It depends on the person, you know, because a lot of people that go to them. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's probably the one who wrote the one star review. Sometimes the people that go to the shade dentist, you know, they don't have the money to Mm -hmm. like go to normal dentists, you know? So we got to, you know, like 25 bucks to get your teeth cleaned. All right. I feel like that's all right. All right. Maybe, maybe because I'm not that cheap, but I'm like, like 150 (laughs) bucks is not a lot. Minimum wage is freaking fifteen dollars an hour. That's like a ten hour shift or whatever. It's not that crazy. It's not like you do it every day. That's a ten either. hour shift. Yeah, ten hours not... to get your teeth cleaned. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, ten. That's a whole day. I don't but know. But how often do you clean your teeth? How how often? Should every you six clean months. Every six months, right? Yeah. So that's three hundred bucks a year. Yeah. You can't afford three hundred bucks a year. No, no, I can. <laughs> but I'm just saying, not everybody. But can. you also go to the shady dentist. <laughs> but I went to a legit dentist last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to understand, like a person's like thought process like at what point do you stop right like okay maybe dentistry i might understand is like teeth cleaning they you know they feel like your health might decline very slowly because it's something like that yeah. versus like oh you have to get like a surgery you know what i mean like well, so so i'll give you a perspective for at least from the way i see it because like, i work with a lot of people who are low income mm-hmm. you know and these are people who they work minimum wage and they'll work eight to ten hours a day yeah. but this is legit like you know you don't have extra money for other things you know mm-hmm. we're lucky enough where like mm-hmm. we live decently prosperous lives even like you know if we're working like whatever fucking jobs you're still making more than certain people who like they don't have the ability to make more they're working at minimum wage for the rest of their lives so Mm -hmm. the amount of income that they make compared to us is completely different they'll make like 10 to 15 maybe maybe 20k a year you Mm -hmm. know so something like that impacts their future a lot more than it would for us you know and it's because i work with these people directly that Mm -hmm. i know where i'm like i get to see the kind of lives that they live and experience and it's like you don't have the ability to go like go just buy coffee you know, mm-hmm. coffee is like fucking eight bucks, you know, something <laughs> like that. That's that's legit a 30 minutes of work. That's half an hour of like mm-hmm. your work time where it's like it just doesn't make as much sense. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and but that's been my own 
that's been my own perspective on it where I've seen these people and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get why you do this. I get why you can't splurge and like spend on this. Mm-hmm. You can't go buy coffee. You can't go eat somewhere nice. You can't just go out on all the weekends because you have to save up for your future yeah. or for your kids. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of people are very like, you know, they're usually minorities they are usually sometimes illegal and they usually have kids too. Mm-hmm. So it's like the kids aren't working, but you're still, there's still uh, like a money sink. So you have mm-hmm. to spend money on them. So it's like, you don't have the ability to spend just on this and on that mm-hmm. 150 on teeth cleaning is a lot. Yeah, no, I, I get that's a lot. It's I think when it comes to my health, it's a little different than buying like a cup yeah. of coffee. You know what I mean? A cup of coffee, I could be like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to drink coffee. Up. Well, that's what I'm saying. I could skip the coffee, but it's like it, there's a difference in coffee and like getting your teeth fixed or clean. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's, can, it's can a you? matter of your health, right? <laughs> it's it's kind of like if if I need my appendix removed, I'm not gonna go to like a basement surgeon because just because like oh it might put me in some debt. Like most people, if you get those kind of surgeries and you actually pay, it is too expensive for them. To be fair, mm-hmm. it took you to your appendix burst to get it fixed. So <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't get it fixed. I got removed, and and that's because I didn't know what the hell was going on. Right? To be fair, because I'm stubborn, not because I'm cheap. Right? <laughs> Two different things. <laughs> I think that there are like different levels, you know, like I know oh, yeah. what you mean in, mm-hmm. in that um, money is different for everybody. Oh, yeah. There are different levels of practices. Like, for example, my practice has two chairs. So every person that comes in, it's like more of a boutique style practice. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would be coming to my practice because it's a little bit more expensive oh, yeah. because it's like the, the time that I spend. But like I... I did residency in the, like the Bronx in the in, oh. in a hospital. They have they have programs and stuff where people can get their teeth cleaned yeah. or mm-hmm. like on the yeah. cheap. So mm-hmm. like, like for dentists that are like just getting started or hygiene school, they always need patients and there's like ways to to get your teeth cleaned. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. Wait, yeah. so you were in the you said you were in New York for a while, right? What were you yeah. What were you doing over there? I did residency in the Bronx at a level oh. one trauma center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So that sounds cra- crazy. crazy <laughs> I know. I'm like a cosmetic dentist, but I was like suturing back people's ears and stuff. And I was like, what? I I was so naive when I was like 23 when I graduated dental school. So I mm. went and I was like. Oh, <laughs> you had no clue huh? i had no clue i did not know what like a hospital residency program was mm-hmm. i thought i was just gonna be like drilling and filling drilling and filling but like literally you're under oral surgery when mm-hmm. you go to these programs and they like fix people's faces when they get like what? shot up or like macheted oh, in the face and stuff like that so what? like yeah it was very eye-opening <laughs> what's like the craziest like thing you had to like fix or Suture. Oh, um, it was probably the ear. Yeah, the ear. Mm. It was. It was like July fourth is probably the worst day to get in any sort of accident where you have to go to the hospital because all the residents are brand new. So it's like mm. notoriously known in the hospital, like don't go to the hospital on July fourth. And then plus people are drunk and doing fireworks and yeah. stuff like that. But anyways, it was that night, and this woman came in, and she had gotten like attacked by dogs and they just like ripped up her ear but like the story behind it i think was that she got like kidnapped or something and then what? They, they the dogs kidnapped her <laughs> by, what? by people <laughs> and then like they tortured her with the dogs and then they raped her and stuff like that and My then God. She, yeah so like that was probably the the craziest thing I ever, it was very eye-opening I was like oh my god uh what is this I'm just like I'm, I'm a dentist yeah yeah <laughs> you know like oh my god this is crazy yeah this is so crazy. what did you ha- what did you have to do before I her? S- sutured back the ear but that's How? not a tooth 
What I did, know. What, yeah. What? <laughs> uh, so how, how, yeah, how does that become your job? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I just put the pieces back and then we know how to suture because we yeah. do it inside the mouth. Mm -hmm. And then I would say that people usually think dentists are pretty good at suturing because oh, yeah. we do like small mm -hmm. areas, so like very precise work. So I think my sutures were pretty good. Oh mm. no, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt that at but all. I'm I don't just like, suture anything anymore. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. surgery. I was like, wow, why does that fall on you in the first place? Like, yeah. that's I don't know, man. That's intense. Dang. So did you like your time in New York? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was I great. I liked my time in New York, but like the residency was like, I don't know. Oh, you, I could have skipped that. Yeah. Um, but like New York, yeah. I think I would have stayed in New York like forever, actually. Oh, wow. But now if I went back, I don't think I could survive because yeah. I like, sleep at nine o'clock. But like, yeah, I love <laughs> New York. Have you been? No, I've never been. Actually, he just went like last month and I was supposed I to came go, back but I didn't. A little bit more than a week ago. Those were my sex in the city days. Yeah. I used to like go out at 11 o'clock and then stay out till like four o'clock. Wait, yeah. why'd you, why'd you, why'd you move over here? Because oh, my husband. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so for love, for love, for love. Well, yeah, I think you already know this story, huh? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, heard, heard, I heard a little bit about it, so that's but, why I asked. <laughs> but now, now I met your husband too. Oh, so, yeah. So I kind of yeah. like put the face to the person, yeah. and it kind of makes sense because, like, you're telling me that, like, oh yeah, you, you're you're the person who's like more aggressive about things, right? You're yeah. like, <laughs> she's the like, alpha. Yeah, you're the alpha. She wears you're the pants. Like, <laughs> If I'm moving, you got to marry me. You know, like that yeah, kind of stuff, right? definitely. So like when I saw him, I was like, oh, he's so nice. And he would say yes. He was like, of course, of course. Okay, anything, yes. you, anything you want, babe. Like, you know, I, I can see that dynamic. It's like interesting okay. to see in real life because I heard about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's exactly Wait, I wanna what know. it is. I want to know. He's very chill. Yeah. yeah. He's very chill. He doesn't like to be on social media. He's kind of like reserved. He yeah. likes football. Like, Oh, what's his team? The dolphins. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a big fan of dolphins. Oh, everyone I talk to is like, oh, that's like the worst team, but no, they're not. They're doing great, <laughs> dude. Waddle, Tyreek, they're doing great. Um, well, I'll talk to him. I don't really know that much about. <laughs> okay. <them. laughs> Sorry, I just, keep going. <laughs> I just let him do his thing. But yeah, I'm like a a Korean woman, you know. Like mm -hmm. I'm very direct. Like I moved here from New York. For him, so like as soon as we touch down, I'm like. You said we, you're Korean, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, we do drink a lot. Like me and my husband, we we drink a lot. Yeah. Uh, like like that's like one of our favorite pastimes is just drinking at night together and yeah. then just like talking, and spending time. But yeah, I moved here for him, mm. and then the countdown started I was like you gotta marry me now because like <laughs> if a woman moves like i was a yeah. working woman i quit yeah. my job and everything and i moved here for him if a woman does that like it's not for free so is it how long were you guys together before you guys moved when you were in new york probably like four to six months <laughs> <laughs> ma'am ma but, 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 but you knew but like you knew it was like there was like you know, potential to be married, like what? yeah. Well, you know, you know, you never know what will happen. You never but know. Like yeah. you gotta, oh you gosh. gotta like make your intention very, very. You yeah. know, put it out there. Otherwise, my husband's not like 
the the best at reading the room or the yeah. situation like he would and men they drag it out forever if you let them but you cannot let them <laughs> well, yeah yeah so i'm like mister you're getting me oh, i even like looked up the ring i was like you're gonna get me this specific wow. ring. i think that's the key is like you have to give them instructions i actually really like that <laughs> otherwise like he's gonna fumble like oh i don't know what kind of ring to get her yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah. like you just give him this is the ring this is the size you go get it yeah. then, yeah. then he'll do it <laughs> no that's uh, that's awesome i think that's great yeah me too a lot of guys are yeah not the best at reading the room sometimes you know what i mean well but, I, I think it's the direct intention too yeah, where it's course. like you're so it, well I'm, I'm i'm assuming you're very honest about it you're very direct you're like hey this is what i want this is what I'm looking for. I want this, this, and this. If we're doing this, then I'm moving with you. If we're doing, if I'm moving with you, you're marrying me. If I'm marrying you, <laughs> yeah. then you're giving me a baby within yeah, yeah. like this amount of time. You know, like I, I assume it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, but you know, the usual the, way the women, women usually do it though is like they don't tell you. They kind of like plant like little hints yeah. here and there, mm -hmm. right? And hopefully you get it. But most of the hints are usually not good either. You know, so it's kind of like, wait, you want me to do what? How, how would I know that? Oh, well, you know, we watched this commercial with the ring on it. I said, that's a nice ring. Well, that doesn't tell me that you want to get married. You know what I mean? Like, what the heck? But that way, oh, yeah. I see it working out, like, way better. Because if you treat your relationship like that, then you'll always know, like, how... He'll know how you feel, like, yeah. all the time, which mm -hmm. is great. Because, mm -hmm. like, if you're hungry, you're hungry, right? If you're angry, you're going to let him know that you're angry, uh -huh. unhappy, whatever it is. Like, communication is obviously key, right? Especially great communication. So I think, I'm assuming you guys have that. I think we do. I used to be like that with, like, other relationships where mm. I wouldn't be as direct. And then I'd be like, oh, if, you know, if he really cared, then he would, mm -hmm. you know, pay attention, stuff like that. But my husband, he's just so on this other side of this personality where he literally, even if you, if, even if I tell him directly... He doesn't get it still. Oh. So, so you have so to be super, secret. super direct. And I just like realized this is the type of person he is. It doesn't mean he doesn't care about me. Mm -hmm. I just have to be really direct. And it's been really good for our relationship yeah. because like there's no, pa I think pa being passive aggressive is like such a drain mm -hmm. on a relationship. Yeah. Like if you've ever been in a relationship like that, like mm -hmm. it's just, definitely, <laughs> it like is so heavy and it's just a, a kind of like a disease in a yeah. relationship and it yeah. just festers yeah would you say toxic. you've always looked for men who are more what is the right word i'm submissive or more maybe maybe more open to the idea of listening to you because uh, you give me this uh these vibes where it's like oh you know joyce knows what she wants joyce knows what she wants and she is not afraid to tell you what she wants you're very alpha in that way you know and it's like i, I don't say beta in like a, a bad way it's more like there's just a different personality type where it's like hey some people are more chill and some people just don't care as much. Or like, oh, you know, maybe you know what you want for dinner. Mm -hmm. And your husband doesn't care. He's like, dude, I'm good with whatever. Like, I'm literally okay with anything. And you're like, I want this. And he's like, okay, let's do that. Would you say that's the type of dude you've always tried to date? Or is this new and this is just different? I don't think so. Only because I don't think that I always knew what I wanted. Uh -huh. um, and it just took like age. Also, like when I started my business then i started looking into like more more into communication styles and mm -hmm. like how to communicate with people who don't like communicate the same way that you do yep. mm -hmm. then i learned more about my communication and then it just so happened to be that like i think me and byron have like a pretty good fit in that he's not he's not submissive submissive you yeah. know like if he wants something he tells me too yeah. mm -hmm. um but 
like we have a good dynamic where with the communication. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you started your business when you were here, right? Yes. Not in New York. Yes. But you guys started dating in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So but very we, like only four months. <laughs> <laughs> that is very Dang, short. And you just moved over here. I, I think that's that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's we got great. engaged, and then three weeks later, wait. I got married. Wait, when wait, did what? you? What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, when did you guys get engaged? No, seriously. How many? Slow down. How many? <laughs> how many months in did you guys get engaged? Uh, I think like six months. Wait, so you moved from New York four months in, two months in here, you got engaged, and three weeks later, you got married. Okay, that sounds crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, I'm not a fresh chicken. You know, Mm. I'm like getting older. So like by by being direct, you also do weed out the types of guys that would like be super scared by someone like me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think the timeline was like, no, 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 no. It had to have been a a couple of months. It was all within a year, though. Yeah, Uh, We were like living together in a house that we bought within that year four mm. six months in maybe maybe eight months okay maybe okay. something so like that <laughs> married before you guys bought the house yes oh, wow. so like part of my part of that was like i'm not allowed to i'm an adult but i don't yeah. live with people before i get married yeah. it's mm. just like my mom and dad would just never they're very 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 christian oh, that's his so family's like that too so like he was living with his mom and i was living with my mom when i first moved back mm. to california and that's another reason i was like get me the hell out of here <laughs> like, we gotta get married and then i was like but i have free rent with my parents so i was like we have to get married and then i want to buy a house like right away it is wow. a thing Wait, are you a pk huh pk no, oh, no, okay. no, yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's a preacher's preacher's, preacher's kid. kid, pastor's kid. Oh. Because at least what I've uh, mm. from my own Korean friends, like mm-hmm. it's very Christian, and you're mm-hmm. not my my Korean friends when they moved in together, they're not allowed to do that. You know, yeah. it's like that's bad. You know, you're not supposed to because it's not it's not very Christian. Mm-hmm. Oh. The funny thing is with Hispanics, it's like the complete opposite where it's like, oh, you're not supposed to leave the house like you're married and stuff, but it's like, okay, you you want to go live with someone before you get married? Sure, go check it out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so you know if you have compatibility or whatever. Mm. I, I just I, I see that and I'm like, oh, that's kind of yeah, yeah. it's very interesting. Oh, I loved not living with him first because then, <laughs> like now that we live together, he like knows. I'm a mess. <laughs> Too and, late. Now, and now you're Too stuck late. here. And I trapped him. <laughs> like he, he was like, you don't look like you'd be this messy. I'm you don't. Like, you look so clean. I am clean in many respects, but like I'm, it's like organized chaos. You yeah. know, like all my makeup is all over and, and like I take my hair and I put on the wall when I shower so it doesn't go down the drain. Mm. But then he's like, what the hell? It, it looks like a dead rat. Like he hates all the stuff I do. And he's actually super OCD, yeah. oh. uh, which I never knew. I didn't know he was so clean. He doesn't look like he'd be clean. <laughs> but, but he's like really, really clean. As soon as he gets home, he starts like doing dishes and like vacuuming and stuff. It just like decompresses him. Oh, wow. That's oh, interesting. Okay. So you guys so, are opposites in that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But it works. I'm assuming yeah, yeah. it works. Yeah. So, Okay. One to four months dating, and then you guys moved together over California. Six months in, and then you guys, from six to eight, you guys got engaged uh-huh. and got married. Then at eight months, you guys bought a house together. All this within a year. When does the baby yeah. come? Oh, that was later. And it was because of me. Yeah. Mm. It was because I was less like, uh, I didn't want to do it. I, I always thought like, <laughs> I always 
wanted kids when I was like younger and mm-hmm. I would just like idealize my future. Oh yeah, me too. But then when I became of age and even though I was married and in a good relationship, I was like, I don't want to do this now. Cause like my career was so important to me and like it was just kind of like taking off and I feel like I didn't want to just like stop that and have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But the Makes more sense. that I waited, then I was like, I I'm starting to realize I don't think I'll ever feel ready. And if I wait until I'm ready, I don't, I'm going to be like not able to have kids. Yeah. So then I decided, am I going to freeze my eggs or am I going to just do it? And I was like, by 34, if I don't feel ready, I'm just going to do it. Cause I know that I want kids. Oh. oh, even though I don't feel ready. Yeah. How do you feel now? Uh, well, I have, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. One of the things that sucks about having kids are like, when I would think about it is like, dude, it changes your life and it makes you have to like be a better person. You know? <laughs> like yeah, um, I would see my mom friends and they would like complain about their kids. And I'm like, that doesn't look that fun. And yeah. then you have to like devote so much of your time. And I'm like, I don't have time. I yeah. I have to run my practice and do all this stuff. I, like this is there. And they're so ungrateful, you know, like they, don't, <laughs> they just, they're takers. And then you like, you have to give all your energy into raising them, making sure they don't die and stuff like that. (laughs) So then I, yeah, I really didn't want to do that. But then I would say that now I've, I've just learned so much about myself after having kids Mm. and I didn't want to be a better person selfishly because I was like, <laughs> I am a fi- I'm a good person. Like, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do feel like I'm more patient now. And oh. like, I've really developed. <laughs> no, no, it's just, that's just interesting because like, uh, we've, we've had a couple of guests who've had kids and everyone's like take is kind of different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's interesting. But there's it's very similar in certain ways, too. Like, like you saying that you learn how to be patient. Like, that's funny because like, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't have kids, right? Thank God. <laughs> but, but I, I've had significant others who have definitely tested my patience and, uh-huh. and I've, I've, I've learned to be patient because of that. Not because like they taught me to be patient. Like they, they didn't do anything positive. They didn't say like, Oh, this is how you should talk to me. No, it's because I was, they were testing me so much and I saw myself getting so mad and frustrated all the time that I had to change my way of thinking in order <laughs> to work things out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it's interesting how those things work because like you're doing it for like another person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's totally different. And th- you know, like the entire time I mean, talking about you and your husband's dynamic, it's kind of like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. Right. This, I want to get married now, move in the house. Uh, you know, uh, I want to have kids like it's my choice. Right. Mm-hmm. But now when you talk about your kids, you're like, Oh, well I, I have to be a better person for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's no longer your choice. Yeah. And that's like a common theme. It's like, once you have kids, it's, it's not really your life anymore, right? It's, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like in all aspects of life, like not, so, there's a part of me that was scared. I've never been a kid person. Mm. So like, I think I was just a little bit scared. I wouldn't understand being a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, I think I would always feel frustrated. Like, oh, why can't I just be a career woman? Mm-hmm. Um, but you always rise to the occasion for like whatever situation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like being a mom, being a business owner, Mm -hmm. doing, I don't know, whatever it is you, you learn to, to adapt Mm -hmm. and be better. What have you learned then from being a mom? Oh, I think the biggest thing I've learned is like, it's hard to even describe, but like the capacity of my heart is, is so much bigger than what I knew. Mm. Like I, I sometimes like get scared, like, oh my gosh, what if something happens to him? Like at mm-hmm. daycare, I used to not, I honestly used to not care about 
anybody except myself, which sounds really, really bad. But when I really (laughs) think about it, like even my husband, I would say I've never loved anyone more than myself. Mm -hmm. And that's just like just being really, really truthful about like... Mm -hmm. You know, I know some women like love their husbands more than themselves. And I'm like, that's so weird. (laughs) Um, But like, this is like the first time in my life that I actually like love someone more than myself. Mm, Even like with my parents, I love, I freaking love my parents. But like, this is the first time. Yeah. Over yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And just to be able to feel that because I'm not an emotional person at all. Just to be able to feel that is like really, really like makes you feel Feel happy and good. Wow. Happy and good. That's awesome. That, I want to feel that, but without the kids. Most, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how can I, I achieve that without the kids? Wow, that's crazy. Because, that's, yeah, first time in your life, yeah, I do hear, uh, you know, significant others kind of like loving the other person over themselves. It's pretty common, right? And uh, for you to say that it happened only when your kids came about, like, when did it happen? Because, yeah, you know, how old are your kids now? Oh, I have a boy. He's like almost two. Okay, two. Oh. Okay, almost two, right? So, from the moment he was born to two, was that as soon as he was in this world, you felt like, oh, my capacity to love is like so much more right away, or was it something that developed as he was growing up? Oh, it, two years? De- it developed. Okay. Yeah, because at first they're just like little aliens. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you feel a connection to them because you carried them in your body for mm-hmm. a really long time, but. Like it's when they start to develop their personality and stuff. Mm. And that's, I think that's when it starts to happen. I think for some women it's like automatic, but like for me, like I said, I'm not a kid person. So just like learning this human being, it took me a while. Yeah. Because it's very awkward. (laughs) Yeah. So that makes sense. Is is this your last one or you got one more? Because only children are weird. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, he he's a little weird. Um, (laughs) You gotta give him. You gotta give him a little brother or sister. I I think he's a little weird. So I think we are gonna try. We did try. I lost that baby, but um, I think in January maybe. And then I'm always. I know that it's worth it now looking at him at the end, but like the whole process of getting pregnant and then going on the tree leave and then like those months after where they're a newborn, like I'm always telling Byron like, dude, why do I have to do this? You know, like why can't I just like focus on my business and just like be that person? Like why do I always have to interrupt everything I'm doing for this this kid <laughs> but then i see preston and i'm like okay it's worth it yeah. <laughs> so do you feel like it's worth it because it's him like your kid is the way he is you know because some people are it's like unconditional right where it's like he's my kid automatically i'm gonna love him right and personally for me i don't think like that i don't have a kid but if i have a kid where like if you're like a little shit, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck, I don't, I do not love you." Peter. Yeah, I'm, I'm just being honest because I'm, I'm like that with my family. You know, I have an uncle I do not like at all, mm-hmm. and I tell him, "I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't fuck with you, really, because like you're not a good person, right? Mm-hmm. You just like you're not nice to anyone. You're selfish. You're not a good person. I, I don't even try to say hi to him. Like, I, I'm like, my life is better without you in it. Uh-huh, you know uh-huh. what I mean? But like, kid, obviously, you you choose to bring this kid in the world, right? It's your choice, not their choice. So like. I'm sure there's a part of it where the love is unconditional, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, cause you said his personality developed mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, that's what made me love him more. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm assuming it's because he has a good personality, not just because any kind of personality developed. Right. 
He has an okay personality. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. He listens to this one day. God damn, mom. <laughs> he's been doing these tantrums because he's a little delayed in his speech. He has uh, like yeah. a speech therapist and stuff. Mm. And he he's possibly on the spectrum. So I don't mm. know. He's like a little bit hard to communicate with. Mm. Um, well, that's where the patience comes in. Yeah. Because it's not really like his fault and I want to mm. get him the help. But anyways, what was your question? He wants Just, to know if you would like your kid if he had a weird personality, basically. Or like a bad personality. Yeah, basically. like a bad personality. Like, no, is no, it that you one. love your kid because he's your kid or mm-hmm. is it because of the personality? Yeah, is it conditional At or At this age, I think it's because he just exists because yeah. I feel mm. like this need to take care of him yeah. and love him. And he, he doesn't have like a, you know, like I think intent is so important. Mm. So like when you become older and you start seeing people with like bad intentions, then that really mm. rubs me the wrong way, but he's just a kid. Yeah. So like, I love him for that. But one of the things that I'm actually really scared about when I think about it is like, you know how, um, just like if he does become one of those bad, bad, bad people, mm-hmm. like let's say, you know, like, you know, those people that shoot up schools and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and then yeah. the mom, they interview the mom on TV no and then idea. she's like, I don't know what happened. Like, he's always such a good kid. Like, <laughs> that's like one of my worst <laughs> fears. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want that to be my kid. Dude, yeah. You want to know what mine is? I always imagine if I have a kid one day, he's going to become like a Dexter and like become like a serial killer. Oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so scary. And then I'd be like, but Dexter kills bad guys. I know. Like, that's I the know. best kind of I know. Killers. I know. And then I'd be like, I have to help my kid. You know, I, to, I support my <laughs> oh, kid regardless. Damn. Like, mine's, mine's unconditional love, dude. Like, holy crap, yeah. you support. I mean, I support oh, you're Dexter. You're an unconditional but... lover, and you're yes. not. No, no. <laughs> very, very, very we, he's very conditional. He, yeah, we we talked about this the other day. Yeah. He's like, I'm. Re- he's like, I'm very conditional with my friendships too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. everything's conditional for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta fulfill something for me. There has to be some kind of value brought. Like, if I don't even, it's not the bar is even like that high. It's kind of like I just gotta, <laughs> the bar I just gotta, is very low. Yeah, it's very low for for friends. You know, it's like I just gotta enjoy your company or like just something that you do that's like allows me to have a better day. You know, like if you're funny, cool, awesome. You know, I have a better day. If you're caring, awesome. Uh-huh. Like that's all it takes. It doesn't take much. You that's like to, as you've gotten older, you you've leaned more into that. Or yes, always? yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think I've always been like that, but as I got older, it became more like that because I have like a really like big circle mm-hmm. and, I, and outside of my circle, I have a lot of other networks. Right. And as I got older, people started taking up more of my time and I'm like, wow, I can't just hang out with you just cause mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like before it used to be like that where mm-hmm. it's like, it's a person I asked to hang out. I'm like, sure. I like, I don't know why we would hang out. You know what I mean? Like you, you improve my life in any way. <laughs> but but now I'm like, I don't even I don't even allow that anymore. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, why would I, why would I hang out with you? It's like the dude who wants to like play music earlier. I was like, I don't want to listen to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know who you are. Like, but before I would allow that. Said yes. Yeah, all the Peter time. Peter has so many, he always has someone to hang out with like every single day. You mm-hmm. can go out every single day. There's yeah. always somebody there. Mm-hmm. That yeah. actually, I actually, that wanted to ask you then because it's like you moved your whole life back here. So do you have like other people? Did you have to come here and make new friends? Did you start your whole life over over here after you left New York? Oh, yeah, I guess so. But I don't need friends. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm not like a I'm not like a friend whore collector, you know, like, you know, all those girl, all the. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. he's a friend whore. (laughs) You know, like girls when they go to Vegas, they're like, 
my girlfriends. Like I've never had a phase in my life where I'm like, these are my girls. Like oh, that huh. is just like so unnecessary for mm-hmm. me. I would rather just be alone <laughs> by myself mm-hmm. with Byron, with my kid, with my mom and dad. Like yeah. that's like mm-hmm. my close crew. Nobody like really penetrates that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I have one best friend mm-hmm. and then like we have like friends that we hang out with, but like I'm very, very selective about my time. I just don't have enough it's time, but also energy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not like like that where I need to be around people all the time. I yeah. prefer to just be by myself, actually. Yeah. yeah. You're an introvert. What about you? Oh no, I I'm I'm very much like I am more selective of my time, but I've had the um on, I've been unfortunate in meeting this guy and having so many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would I would say I'm very much like that where it's like I I like I spend a lot of time with my family. I spend a lot of time at home just with like my clothes ones and like that's that's what I love like you know. But I do have this other side of me where I have these group of friends where it's like I do love my friends and I I I try and hang out when I can. Mm-hmm. But it is it is sparingly like I'll, it's maybe like once a week, maybe once every two weeks or something. I'm like I but luckily we have so many friends. When I'll go out to something, I'll try and go out to something when everyone is there. And I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> hey, everyone, and do my rounds. Hey, haven't yeah. seen you guys in a month. Is it efficient? <laughs> yes, yeah. very efficient, very efficient. But I do, I do very fun. much relate to that because I, 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 I am the kind of person who I could be fine with, like you know, staying at home, just yeah. being with my fam or being with like you know, just the people that I love, and like, oh, maybe I'll see my friends every now and then or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of responsibility for like the, like for me. I only really want to hang out with Byron all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of responsibility to put on Byron because he doesn't want to hang out with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to just, he likes being on his phone doing his like. Does yeah. he have fantasy football? Yeah. Oh, like, oh dang. Yeah, yeah. He does that. And he like, that's what, literally the only time he's laughing, he's like on his phone like. <laughs> like and Dude, I'm that's like, fucking you me. You never that's, laugh at me. Like with me. Wow. That's literally that's me. Because it's like, it's so fun. Like you have, and you're, you're playing with 12, like 11 other dudes and you have your fantasy football team and it's so fun and you beat, and you beat these people and you get to talk shit and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's so fun. They're such shit talkers and he loves it. Like, yeah, yeah it's so fun. <laughs> Definitely a guy for sure. <laughs> I used to, yeah, I used to get like really in like, how come you don't laugh like that with me? Uh, (laughs) Wow. Uh, You know what the funny thing is? I've had someone say almost exactly the same thing to me. Uh And I've been like on my fantasy team and I've been like, oh, what did I? Oh, no, I I was looking at, I was, we were watching football and uh, my guy made a point and I was like, yeah, baby, let's go. And the girl was like, you never call me like that. Uh (laughs) Never say that to me. (laughs) I've had experiences like that. One of my exes, uh, like this is the way I handle things with my guys. Like whenever I think of something like witty to like roast them about, I always like smile. I'm like, <laughs> you know. So I'll type it out, and she'll be like, "Who are you texting? Who are you talking to?" I'm like, "The guys." She's like, you sure it's not some other hoe? I'm like, "No, it's a guy. I swear." And then she'll see the phone, and I'm like, "Here." And she's like, "Wow." Why you make that like stupid face when you like texting? Him? <laughs> I'm like, because it's fucking hilarious. Like it's fun. You know what I mean? It's just the boys being the boys, but. It, you know, in the way that you said, like, oh, I don't have, like, oh, the girl's going out of Vegas. I'm assuming Byron has, like, the guys because mm-hmm. he has mm-hmm. fantasy and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So how do you- <laughs> you're, like, you're like, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so when he doesn't hang out with you, I'm assuming he also hangs out with his, his guys, right? Uh, no. Well, I, he was part of an Asian frat. Oh. So he, those are all his friends. Yeah. And now everybody has their families and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally, like, it's hard to hang out with everyone because they yeah. have their own lives. When he has free time... Every moment of free time, he tr- tries to go out and golf. 
Oh, oh really? He's Korean. Yeah, 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 I was about to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah, he's okay. like he goes to the driving range, like, yeah. and I used to be like, what? Why can't you just not do that and like hang out with me all the time? But <laughs> no, you need. But this. he needs to decompress yeah. and like he just he loves it so. I've never met anyone that loves doing that so much. And mm. like I'm just like okay, go, just go. Dang. So how do you guys? deal with that in your kind of like love styles right he he needs his time he needs to decompress you're like i need byron <laughs> right right so how i'm assuming at one point it wasn't so smooth handling that right like like because i've had exes that are very like dependent on me. like mm-hmm. oh i want to see you all the time mm-hmm. every second mm-hmm. i'm like i need to do my own things and it caused a lot of issues because she was just like, oh, why do you always choose other people over me? I'm like, I spend plenty of time with you. Yeah. Just not every waking yeah. second. You know, yeah. I, I can't do that. So, like, how how did you guys communicate that with each other? Oh. You didn't have a choice. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a choice. No, no, but, but, like, do you, but like, do you see her? I, 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 I do, I do, but it doesn't, doesn't cause, like, issues. He knows that my love language is quality time, yeah. like, to the extreme where nothing else is even on the radar. Yeah. And so he does, like, he knows he tries mm-hmm. and i think we do spend enough time like accessory time together where that's fulfilling enough for me like mm. i've realized that that's kind of my problem is if i have to hang out with him all the time i need like a hobby or something yeah. so, <laughs> so even though like i would love to hang out with him all the time but that's yeah. why actually why i started doing a lot of instagramming mm. oh. um, because then i can physically still be in the same like space sometimes with yeah, him mm-hmm. like we're both sitting on the couch but he doesn't have to like Engage talk you. to me mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm like on my phone he's on his phone and that sounds really unhealthy but no, it's it actually doesn't. really no, healthy it's for us i think it's really healthy sometimes it's like you're in a relationship you've known each other for so long and you just it's not like you run out of things to say but maybe that day it's like hey like you don't need to engage mm-hmm. each other constantly but being in each other's presence even just like oh you know we're just like touching or something like you know just your shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. or even in the same room it, it's enough sometimes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just on those days because like you're with that person. And yeah, you're doing your own thing, but it's still a, a form of quality time, I would yeah. say. I, I remember there's um this thread on Reddit. It was like the this waiter was like, uh, what's the waiters of Reddit, what's the most awkward date you've ever seen? And some guy was like, oh, this couple, they're there. They were eating. They didn't even talk to each other. They just talked to the waiter and they were quiet the entire time. And this uh, uh, girl <laughs> chimed in and she was like, Actually, you know what? I, I don't think that means that they're in a bad relationship. It just means that that's just one of those days where they just want to be around each other, yeah. but they don't have to talk. Like she was I saying that, that. Yeah. she was in a relationship for because for her, she was in a relationship for like 50 years. She's old, you know, oh. and she's like, oh, you know, like some days like I just want to be around the person like we don't yeah. have to talk always having to turn it on is tiring uh-huh. and sometimes burnout, you know? yeah, yeah, constant engagement burnout. is burnout mm-hmm. and like just being in each other's presence should be good enough if, if you really mm-hmm. like care about oh, the person yeah. yeah it's it's interesting that you guys talk about this because um i've always talked to people about relationships just something i'm always curious about like different kind of relationships yeah. and i knew this couple their older couple in like their 60s they live in two different places oh yeah they have two different houses two different houses oh except for the weekend they spend time in the same place and i was Whoa. like yeah and i was like oh how does that work and funny enough i just met someone else who's like that he definitely too. has another family <laughs> i have no idea but, but i asked him i was like oh how does that work for your relationship he's like it's amazing i'm like how so he's like we miss each other so much during the week but during the weekends when you get to catch up it's like so refreshing mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single time we have so much to talk about and it's like we we want to spend every single moment with each other and we don't waste a second but they don't like, have kids right 
Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, I feel that. that would be very difficult if they had kids. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're <laughs> sixty something, their kids are probably like in the forties, straight. Uh, okay. So we're assuming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, the other one that I knew, they do have kids. Yeah, and they uh, they take turns with their kids, like when, uh, except for on the weekends. But uh, very similar situation, like just two very busy people, and like when they get home, they get really tired and. They can't even spend quality time with each other. So they said when they do, it's like just for them too. You got to find your style yep. with, yeah. with your partner. I think that's what it is. It, it, the other person just has to compliment you, you know, uh-huh. like, <clears throat> which is interesting because, you know, in your case, like you want to be a Byron, but then you're still making it work, even though he tells you like, he needs his own time too. Uh-huh. Right. Like my other exes, we couldn't work because there was no other way around it. Like she wanted to be with me all the time. There was nothing that I could do. You know, like mm-hmm. if I wasn't in Spain, it was like, I'm going to work. So I can't come with you. You know, like uh, I'm going to go to the gym. Oh, I'll go to the gym with you. It's <laughs> it was like, like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that, that's fine to a certain degree. But it's like it gets to the point where it's like, OK, well, like my guy friends be like, hey, can you like not bring her around? <laughs> like because we want to hang out with you, you know, like. And I'm like, dude, it's not that easy. <laughs> it's not. Like, so we had a trip. It was. Oh, the guy's trip? The guy's, the, the Mexico <laughs> trip. So we had a trip, right, to Mexico. And it wasn't a guy's trip at first. But all the girls who were supposed to go on that trip, they all bailed. And she was the only girl left. And the guys were like, hey, let's make it a guy's trip. We'll pay for you to stay back. We'll pay for your ticket. We'll pay for you to stay back. And she was like, no, I have to go on this trip. And she was so adamant on the trip, it, it, it didn't even make sense. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was her birthday was like, I think like a month after the trip. And then uh, she was like, but what if I want to celebrate my birthday? I, I can't go now because I have to go to Mexico with you. I'm like, why do you have to go to Mexico? And why can't you celebrate your birthday? She's like, okay, so I have to spend too much money on my birthday. I'm going to spend it in Mexico instead. I'm like, why don't you just not go to Mexico and do your <laughs> birthday? She's like, because I have to be with you. And I'm like, that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I, and then I told her, I was like, how about I pay for your stuff too? And then, you know, you have to worry about it. She's like, no. I need to go with you, like, no matter what. And I was just like, okay, there's no working this out. You know what I mean? She was just, and, and she gets, she's like, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've totally been that girl. Yeah. So, so that's why no, I'm wondering. she's like, I'm still that girl. Yeah. See things, but I'm seeing it work out for her. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm wondering what's the difference, the difference is she's very open and honest about it. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she's, she's very direct. She's like, this yeah, is yeah. what I want. This is what I need. This is how I feel. I assume I'm totally assuming for you. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this is how I want things to go between us. And if you can't do this, then you tell me and then we'll have a discussion. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like part of the problem is, is me. Yeah. (laughs) But you, but you know that, you know that you're the problem. That's the thing. You know that you're the problem and you're willing to be like, Hey, this is what I want. Yes. I know that maybe I'm being a little crazy, but this is what I want. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think like once you accept that you're a little crazy, it's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like people don't want to admit that, though. I know. Like, everyone wants to seem so, like, normal and, like, chill. Like, it's crazy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, would you say you found your style already? Like, you, the way he's talking about, like, you know, his ex and they had their own style and never didn't work out. Would you say yours is good now? Like, Byron understands, you understand, like, you guys have a solid dynamic now? Or is Mm -hmm. it, like, do you guys still work on it? We are solid, but we're always, I think we're work. We, it doesn't feel like work. We don't really like yeah. have problems per se, but we're probably always working on it and we just don't even realize it. Oh, I mean, because okay. kids bring like so, so much of a different dynamic yep. and um, 
you have to like maneuver those things. I think if I were to, let's say that me and Byron divorce or something <gasps> and I, mm. and I date someone else, I would have to be, I would also have to adjust myself a little bit for that too. Like mm. not change myself. Obviously yeah. I'm still going to be like the craziest person ever. <laughs> but like I, I would have to find that like dynamic, solid dynamic too. Uh, yeah, but like yeah. with Byron, I trust him like inherently, which like I've been cheated on before and that's, mm. that's always a hard place to get to. But mm. like when he's smiling on his phone, I know he's not like looking at gr- hot, no, hot he's girls. looking at his fantasy yeah. football. He's talking to boys. <laughs> <laughs> like I know, I, I know that I trust him. Like he, yeah, I, it's a good dynamic right uh, now. <laughs> see, I, that, I think that was the key word is trust. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Is a- mm-hmm. I think like, uh, with, my ex, it was like, because she didn't trust me. Uh-huh. So it was like, oh, you can't just go with the boys because I'm not there to know what you're doing. Uh, you know. So I think, I think was, that's the difference. I think it was more she didn't trust you to take care of yourself rather than she didn't trust you to cheat. I, I don't take care of myself even when I'm I with know, her. that's the problem. <laughs> Same shit. Like, I do that no matter who I'm with. It doesn't change anything. <laughs> Peter's the kind of guy you'll find him asleep on the sidewalk on the streets, you know? that's that that's At least that's what from what I understand. It's like, it's not she didn't trust you with other women. It's she wouldn't trust you with like... Is he gonna be okay? Uh, like, no, he's gonna, get, he's gonna get so fucked up. Like, right, so, <laughs> so there's there's that side of it. But I mean, legit. One time we were at this house and I was texting a new friend oh, I just made, uh, Jordan, Sydney, Sydney, which is I was gonna tell that Adrian's story. friend. And I was texting him and I was like saying some dumb shit, right? And then uh, I started smiling. I was like, <laughs> and then uh, she's like, "Who are you texting?" I was like, "One of my friends." And he's like, "Let me see that." Sydney, that's a girl. I'm like, no, it's a guy. He's like right there. So I like look at him and Sydney looks at me. He's like, like, okay. I'm like, see, like, I don't understand. What's, why would I lie about that? You know what I mean? I'm showing you everything. I'm like, I'm very transparent in my relationships, like 100%. Like, there's no reason to like not trust me. I'm like, here's my phone. Here's my password. You can see everything. Like, I have no, like, nothing to hide ever. I think you have to, you have to trust yourself. I have a very good understanding of who I am. Like, Mm. and, if you don't trust yourself, like, honestly, I think these days I'm one of the only people I trust. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Like, if I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. Yeah, like, yeah. You oh. can't even, like, expect that of anybody. Dude, yeah. Right? And yeah. I trust myself. So I I think I when you trust yourself, you come from, like, a different place of, like, it's not confidence, but, like, your self-esteem is, like, you just, you got yourself and you know that your other person, like, you give off the energy to the mm-hmm. other person. Like I'm very secure. Yeah. I'm really no. secure. And I think that that is very important in a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yes. Because like Byron knows I'm secure. He knows I'm not like looking at his phone, texting and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But um, it all starts from, I think from me, like I was saying, I'm the problem a lot of times. Like I always look to myself, like how can I be better in this relationship? Mm-hmm. And it's not what's said sometimes. It's like the energy you bring to the relationship. Yeah. Would you say you love yourself? I love myself the most. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually said multiple times. <laughs> no, I, I asked because like, dude, I, I love that. I, I love that so much because a lot of the issues that I've had in my relationships is when my partner can't, doesn't feel secure or mm. they don't feel secure in themselves. They don't, mm-hmm. she doesn't love herself enough. Mm-hmm. She doesn't trust herself enough. She isn't secure within her own stuff. And I'm like, Hey, like baby girl, like <laughs> I, I come from a place where like, I am very secure. I trust myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm very confident in myself and like, I'm, I'm very into myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I give you this energy and I try and make you better, but it's like, you don't feel that way about yourself. I can't fix you. Like I can't mm-hmm. make you feel this way. Yeah. And a lot of the issues that we have, it's because she's insecure or she feels this way. And I'm like, 
dude, I don't know what to do here. Like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't fix you. I can't make you love yeah. yourself. And it's like, it, it's a process. Like you, you have to get there eventually, you know, mm-hmm. you go through all these like dating experiences or your life, whatever. And then you get there. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's tough too, because like usually these insecurities are like deep rooted. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like something that just happened. You know, it could have been from your childhood that you never even understood that affected you and causing you to be insecure. Oh yeah. 100%. As an adult. Yeah. So, I mean, Usually those things need like therapy. To oh be honest. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I see a therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. every month. I think like, that's very yeah, healthy. Yeah, it's been very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's. I think in general, everyone should have therapists. Yeah, like it shouldn't be like a negative thing at all. Like, but I think there are some people who need it more than others for sure. Mm-hmm. Like when I see, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, this is never going to change for you, no mm-hmm. matter what relationship you're going to, unless it's with a therapist or something. Mm-hmm. But on that, you like you got to go and work on yourself. And some people. It's it's a lot easier to just try to ignore those things and like hopefully find someone that accepts that part of them than actually working on uh, yeah. that uh-huh. issue. You know what I mean? Because like I know some people would be like, like for me, I I can't kind of like let things pass very easily. Uh-huh. Where I'm like, no, that's not right. I'll like tell you that that's not right. Uh-huh. But some people are like, oh, I'll accept it. It's no uh-huh. biggie, you know. Especially like for for guys, like when the girl's pretty, it's kind of like they get away with more. You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean you mean like. Uh- Basically, like moving with them and getting married, engaged. And <laughs> I mean, in a year yeah, in a yeah. I mean, there are some things that, yes, yes. I mean, yeah, it takes a specific person, to, specific person. to get away with that, you know. <laughs> I, I definitely don't think anyone could do that. Like that's why we're here. Uh, shout okay. out to Joyce. Yeah, shout out to Joyce. <laughs> we're being that special person. All right, Joyce. I'm I'm kind of curious. So this whole thing with you and your husband unraveled in less than a year. Like all the way into you guys getting from dating to getting married. What is your longest relationship prior? A year and a half. A year and a half. I get sick of people. Oh, okay. So, so <laughs> what? How did that year and a half relationship like last to that point and end up with you not getting married? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like, what was the difference between yeah. your past relationships and Byron? Maybe it, I think it was just timing. I was like, oh. my. My eggs are dying. I was going to say. Because <laughs> before I was like, you know, I'm dating this guy. It's yeah. fun. I he like I want him to propose in the most organic way mm. and for it to be like a beautiful love mm-hmm. story. But like then you get to a point in your life where you're like, you just want it to happen and you're just going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to be the reason why it happens. Yeah. You're not allowing other people to have that control. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave it up to him because yeah. like he could he could string me on forever, and I would yeah. be like I I would be the one at the detriment of waiting for him to like figure out if he loves me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying date Korean women whose eggs are about to die? That is the, <laughs> that is the or advice. Don't. If you want to get married, if you want if you want to get married, yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Korean women were like tigers, you know? Like Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I, oh, he <laughs> likes this. Yeah, yeah you can tell Mario loves like that. <laughs> tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> he, he needs someone to be more alpha than him. That's what he needs, for really sure. Do. I can really see like that. Him. I'm, I'm <laughs> like the opposite. We're only, I can't. It's like we're, we're clashing too much, you know? I can't clash with It's because like, usually like, I'm so chill about everything where I'm like, yeah, Shut okay. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's... That's crazy because like timing. So a year and a half. How old were you when you were in that relationship? Uh, the other ones. Yeah, I'm a relationship girl. Where like oh. I'll just monkey myself from one relationship to the other. Mm, I won't even married. like like once one relationship is done, I'm going to the next one. Wow, <laughs> nice. Always been like that. Always been like that. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So when was your first relationship? Probably in like 
high school. So from then on, a year and a half is the longest, so you must have dated a decent amount. That's at least like 15 relationships. Well, there's like time in between where... Like, you know, sometimes you like someone, they don't like you back. So uh-huh. then I, the I did have like a phase where like periods of my life where it was like that. And oh. so uh, I wasn't in a relationship then. I was just pining. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so how, how do you usually get into these relationships? Like, where do you meet these guys? In school? Mm. I was like always in school. Okay. Yeah. So Makes sense. once Dentistry. I left school, then it was hard to meet guys. Yeah. Or I'm sure it's hard to meet people. I mean, Byron's a dentist too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm, I'm like connected in the dental world. Mm-hmm. So we, once you know one dentist, you know every dentist. But mm-hmm. like when you're in the working world, it's still like so much harder to meet people. Wait, you and Byron have been together for how long? A year. No. <laughs> Nine? Nine years? Nine, Nine years. years. Okay. Oh, this was a long or, time ago. That's how long our marriage was. Oh, you wait for nine. Your kid is two, so you guys wait seven years. Yeah, a long time. Whoa! You know, <laughs> I, for me, like you telling this story, it, was, it seems so fresh. I was like, oh, this happened like two years ago. Like <laughs> this is just this just happened. Whoa! Isn't that kind of interesting though? She went like zero to hundred really, really yeah. fast, and then just put the brakes on it. Like yeah, for like seven years. Whoa! Because you know, she said the reason why, like, oh, things start moving fast because you're like, well, my eggs are dying, right? Uh-huh. But then you got married, and then you're like, okay, well, now I'm in my 30s. Okay, I'll find Wait, have- how old are you guys when you guys got together? I don't know. What's the what's today minus uh, 2022? I think, like, also, it wasn't just my eggs, but it was, like, it was a financial decision because yeah. mm. I wanted to buy a house. And, like, the more years you wait to buy a house, the more houses get expensive. Yep. Like, yeah. wanted to just start my life mm. and, like, we, we, you were talking about prenups. Like now mm-hmm. looking back, I'm like, we should have gotten a prenup and <laughs> done all this stuff. But like back then, like we, I was just like, let's do this. And then we have like joint finances. We yeah. are, the way we're set up is super traditional. Yeah. Not the way that people do it these days mm-hmm. to protect themselves, which I totally get the prenup mm. thing. But yeah, we just like did it. And then. We've been married. Hopefully we don't get divorced now that we did this entire podcast. <laughs> okay. You said you got married three weeks after you got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So how did you plan the wedding? What what was it like? I'm curious, like what Vegas? a wedding looks like three three weeks after the an wedding engagement. was horrible. <laughs> what? what do you mean? Okay, explain. I, I want I want to kind of like visualize this right now. So my wedding was basically hijacked by my mother-in-law. What? Because um, she, you know, when you have a wedding, you only have a certain budget mm-hmm. and you can only invite certain people. And Byron has a million friends that he mm-hmm. wants to invite. Mm-hmm. But his mom, like, she's a Korean mom. Mm-hmm. I totally get this now that I'm a mom now. Like, <laughs> she, she wants to invite all of her church friends. Yeah. So basically it it's was like either her or his friends. So yeah. um, I, I honestly didn't care because I actually had a wedding before. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> to another guy who, uh, but we weren't married. Say that again. Uh, I guess I should like elaborate. Explain that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, like, I'm so confused right now. What? So the guy I married before Byron. <laughs> Wait, um, <laughs> there was another marriage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, go. Cool. So with that guy, I was not the same way I was with yeah. Byron. Oh. I, he he wore a little bit more of the pants, yeah. mm. and then I got married to him. Like we had the whole wedding, and then after we got married like the actual ceremony and everything like we had moved in together because we were married now Mm -hmm. but he something happened 
with the marriage certificate, mm. like the pastor was his childhood pastor. He did not send the marriage certificate because the guy I married told him not to send the <gasps> marriage certificate. So this was not an annulment or anything. We were just literally were not married and my family paid for like an entire wedding. All my friends and stuff were there and it just got canceled. And this is very, very confusing because like I was like, are we married? Are we not? Are we married? Are we not? And he was wishy-washy about it too um, where like eventually I found out that he was like talking to other girls and he was oh on OkCupid and all this stuff. And like I was saying- While I'm, you're married? Yeah, but Holy while we're technically not, it was a very confusing time. Yeah. Like I yeah, quit yeah. my jobs. Like I like just like went home to California because my mom and dad were like, get the fuck out of that relationship. Like there's yeah. something wrong. And then like, I was like, final call. Are we married or not? He says no. So right. then he like moves out. Then he like comes back and he's like, you have to, you have to get back with me or else I'm going to kill myself. Like it was what? like such a dark, dark, like I don't even know what really happened there. But like, I'm like one of those people like cut you off, we cut, mm -hmm. yeah. we cut you off. But You're like gone. with marriage, it's so hard because mm. like everyone was at my wedding. Yeah, yeah. And so that relationship ended. I don't know where he is. Sometimes I he's actually, dead. I sometimes he's a dentist. Oh, <laughs> like, he's a dentist too. Yes, and his like sister's a dentist, and like so you have a type. Uh, I, I mean, I told I meet people in school and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. like, um, I don't know where he is. Sometimes I have like nightmares that like he's dead. He's like <laughs> like because I'm on social media. Like he he follows me he watches my life like because oh, it was like really dark and twisted yeah yeah um anyways why did i start talking about him because uh, you're talking about how your marriage before was different and i yeah. was like oh yeah before. so I, I, I had the wedding i had the wedding yeah, yeah. how and many weddings have you had just to clear just it up okay just want to make sure so i had that wedding and like it was it was an okay wedding it wasn't but you got to invite your friends to that one, your yes. family. But the one with Byron, it was his mom's friend, church yeah. friends. She's That's Korean. why I was like, Byron, you know, I've already had a wedding. Like, yeah. This is not the happiest day of my life. I already yeah. know how it goes. So yeah. you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can have the wedding the way you want. I was like, you decide. The way you dreamed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he chose boy. his mom. Oh, okay. Dang. And anyways, it was, a, it was like a whatever wedding. Like it was it was a Sunday lunchtime, no alcohol wedding, which... Oh, like, what? Oh, Christian. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. But like also it was just like for finances. And yeah. if okay. I were to have a wedding now, I, that's alcohol is the number one thing that you yeah. need at a wedding for it to be fun. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people are sober and stuff like that. But like for no. me, we're Korean. Like we drink. <laughs> yes. <and> so, <laughs> we we had a weird wedding. Oh, <laughs> uh, can you invite us to your 10 year anniversary wedding uh, when you guys redo that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a vow renewal or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be open bar for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, how much would you spend on a wedding? Like, if you got, is it important to you guys to have? A He's very not. Nice he wedding? doesn't want to get married. Look at his know. ring. You know how you asked about his ring earlier. <laughs> That's why. That's he not laughs. a marriage ring. Yeah. That, what What is that? It's a, oh, just, it's a celibacy there, yeah, ring. Just, yeah. <laughs> is celibacy where you don't have sex? Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. Oh. He's a year and a month in. You must yeah. tell me about that. That's so <laughs> interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, like usually when I gav like relationships, I got a relationship like a year and a month ago, uh -huh. and uh, I I usually want time to myself. So you know the opposite of you, right? I'm like I don't want to talk to anyone. Like I don't want to date anyone. Like like I I just want this to be just about me, a hundred percent about me. And like the celibacy thing comes because like. I don't want women to have power over me. And I, <laughs> I see some of my friends that like, 
damn. I'm like, you're so fucking stupid, bro. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? This girl is just like playing with you, you know? And I, I, I never want that feeling. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want sex to be a thing that controls me like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So only when I'm ready, like for myself, I'm like, okay, I, I've done better. Because every time I get out of a relationship, I try to improve on myself. I mean, I, I try to during the relationship too, but your time is kind of split up, right? Mm-hmm. So that way, if I meet someone else, it's going to be someone who's going to be a better fit for me mm-hmm. than the last person. Because mm-hmm. I've gotten to know myself better, mm-hmm. working myself, you know, some time has passed. And uh, then that way I get a more quality relationship. And I feel like it's been working. It's kind of like moving up, you know, which sucks for all my exes because that just means that every time I'm I'm done with you, then that means that I'm upgraded myself. It's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. That's it's good. not bad. Yeah, as, as, as you That's should, right? Do. I, I want to downgrade. I'm so. sure they're happy for you to... Yeah, See well, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they are. They yeah, are. are they? They are. Yeah. They've told me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hope so. You know, you know, like I, I'm at, and most of my exes are the opposite. You know, like they need to be in relationships. And I'm like, I, I want them to find a person that could accept them. But sometimes I think in my head, I'm like, but there are some things where it's like you kind of do need to work on yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And I mm-hmm. hope that they have enough time to do that instead of just kind of like trying to find someone that will accept you for like something that is like, really deeply rooted in your past that mm-hmm. you should kind of like figure out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so it's tough because I'm not, I can't be there for them and tell them like, yo, like, yo, maybe you should take a look into like therapy or mm-hmm. do this or that because I'm not in their lives anymore. I just, so mm-hmm. I just kind of like stay away mm-hmm. and, and hopefully the next person like helps them figure that out. So the ring, mm-hmm. uh, if, so if you were to get in a relationship, then you're still going to be celibate or like, is this a oh. marriage? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, 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 so the other story, so the other story to that is, uh, like before I've tried this, I used to call it like a celibacy of whatever year it is. So I started in 2016. Celibacy right? 2016. Yeah. yeah. T- celibacy 20, 2016. And like every time I've done it, I've like failed. So, <laughs> so this year is the first year that I've, I've and you know what's funny is like when I don't try to do it then I'm like involuntarily like celibate because like I'm like oh I'm not celibate anymore but it's weird no, nothing comes of it but when mm-hmm. I am celibate it's kind of like where are all these girls coming from like what the heck is going on this year is the first year where I, I got through it and like didn't break are you like a really sexual person like you have a hard time with that i a hard I, time I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey i've i've just made some bad decisions when mm-hmm. i was younger you know just like didn't think with the right head type of thing and now i'm like i don't want to be like that and i see my friends who are still like that i'm just like dude like that's not good you know so so uh i as far as sexual person i i'm sexual when it comes to my partner so what i mean by that is that i'm like kind of like a mere reflection of my partner if they're very sexual then Mm -hmm. i'm like extremely sexual but if they're not then i'm not same you Uh know so like the last year of my relationship she didn't want to have sex because we were not like officially dating we like didn't have a title so she didn't want to have sex because she didn't want to give me something that comes with like a relationship uh-huh. right so because she didn't i i didn't care for her either so i didn't have sex for like a year while in that kind of like weird so this is two years of celibacy <laughs> well i mean i mean we, we ended up having sex like once at the very yeah. end of it or something uh-huh. like that but yeah i guess it, it's it's still like a year yeah but almost two years worth yeah that makes sense I, i'm actually the same way too like yeah? when i have a partner if they well there's cutoffs. Like I've had partners who are like hyper hypersexual, mm. and I'm like, oh, baby girl, I can't. Like I, <laughs> I'm good. I can't. I can't go right after. Like give me yeah. 15 minutes. And it's you know, like it's, it's mm. hard, especially yeah. as you get older. But it's like usually like I, I match my partner's energy within within like you know a reasonable amount. It's strange too because like uh, 
the way it works in relationships is at the very beginning is usually like always hypersexual. Oh right? yeah, mm-hmm. in the yeah. beginning it's yeah. all moon, honeymoon, honeymoon phase, super sexual. Like then, everything's great. So it's hard to tell for me, mm-hmm. right? Because like I've been in relationships where it's like, oh, they seem like that at first. So I'm like, oh crap, my libido is high too. And then <laughs> it like slows down. I'm like, oh, actually they're not like that sexual. Yeah. And then I I slow down. I'm like, oh, okay, well I guess we'll just be like in a celibate relationship. <laughs> you know, it's it gets weird. It gets weird because then I know in my own mind like that sex is important to me yeah mm-hmm. i think it is in most relationships you know yeah. so so i knew that what was happening was not healthy does it does it change for you joyce since you guys have been like a nine-year marriage mm-hmm. does it stay yeah. as <laughs> does this does it i'm st- not sexual at all i'm oh. like not sexual not emotional i'm very much on the other side so like if i didn't have sex for like the rest of my life i'd be cool mm. whoa and byron I don't ask him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I mean, okay. like, if you want, you know, but I don't think maybe he, it's the reciprocal yeah, thing. He's like, like that too. I don't think that he's super, super sexual. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a guy. He needs like yeah. some mm-hmm. stuff. Some. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think that he's really sexual. Whereas like, I talk to my girlfriends about this all the time and their husbands are like, <laughs> like right after they pop out the baby, like, let's do it now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Things need to heal down there. (laughs) Or like, you know, they do it on their, they can't wait because like they're on the period and then they want to do it. Like they want it all the time. I'm like, that I cannot handle. Like I could never marry that guy. That's actually like one of my worst nightmares. uh, Mm. If I have to like service him so much, I Mm -hmm. I would not like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. So for you guys, was it different when you guys started? Obviously it's different when you started, right? Oh yeah. We were like, Good. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming something where it's like, damn, I don't think we've ever asked anyone who's been someone, with someone for like nine mm-hmm. years, you know? Yeah. How does how does that affect your guys' relationship? Do you guys, does it does it Ooh. matter at all for him? I don't think so. I think certain relationships, it totally mm-hmm. would matter. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. One, one of my girlfriends was like, if you're not having regular sex in your relationship, like every week, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. No, that's different. Or it like they'll say like, oh, well, you know, he's getting it from somewhere else or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just don't know, but we're fine. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious cool. too, because like nine years is one thing, right? Yeah. But another thing is after having a kid. Because yeah, I, I, I hear kid. about that too, where yeah. it's like after having a kid, it usually like, just fizzles out completely and not because like maybe your libido is just lower but like time to each other is like scarce you know uh-huh. it's like you you really get a moment alone right uh-huh. so i mean have you has it already like tapered off and like you found like your baseline like before the kid or after the kid has the baseline changed baseline has not changed it has not changed so so it's the same yeah so like you do you know at one point when you're like oh this is our regular schedule now like once a month once uh, every no. couple months once every six months oh so it's just just up to him because like i think (sighs) what the frequency hasn't changed Mm. but the way we think about it changes because now he's like we're gonna make a baby you know like now now (laughs) it's like we're making a baby (laughs) it's not like we're just doing it for fun it's like we're making a baby oh (laughs) wow that's so interesting wait so is it because it's just not enjoyable for you guys like Mm. is, is do you guys not derive pleasure from it or is it like Usually sex, like, you have some kind of satisfaction from it. You have some kind of pleasure from it. Is it, like, you don't experience it? Or do you just experience enough satisfaction in other aspects of your life? Oh, that, it could be the other aspects of my life. But also, mm. like, I think probably you can't... Sex is, like, totally different. I just don't, like, need it. I don't know why. Mm. I just, like, I'm not built like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, when I was, like, in 
in New York, I, I would like, I could make out with random people and <laughs> it'd be fun. <laughs> you mean someone, one of your patients with a messed up ear? Like, <laughs> no, like, like, you know, yeah. when you're in your heyday, yeah. Like, yeah. you make out with someone yeah. and oh. it's like fun. But then like in that way, I'm sexual, but I'm not like sexual. I just don't think I'm indebted to sex, you know, mm. like I don't need to do it. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like when things control me hmm. just like him Whoa. <laughs> it's so weird like i'm listening to you guys talk i'm like i see how you guys are similar and then i i listen to some stuff you're saying i'm like oh we're also similar it's kind of like <laughs> there's like a, a mix of us right yeah. here and it's so interesting because like you know i i literally she just probably said, has the better aspects of us yeah you know <laughs> imagine so. imagine like i was just being nice <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me i'm the best one <laughs> No, but that's that's so interesting that you say, yeah, I don't feel like that either. I don't want sex to, like, control me, uh-huh. you know? Like, I see so many... We had, like, a guest that was on. He had, like, a crazy, like, porn addiction, you know? And, oh, yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, other people, they have that to where it's sex instead of porn. Like, mm-hmm. like I know some people who are, like, porn is, like, not enough for them. They need to, like, have sex. Mm-hmm. Like, or they just freak out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, it's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Like, it must be so tiring to, like, always, like, need it, you know? It must be so exhausting, especially for their wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there are women that are, are hypersexual, are, too, though. I mean, I would say for myself, mm-hmm. it doesn't... Uh, mm. It doesn't have like it doesn't control me, mm. but sometimes it does, like a little bit, like a yeah, little. Sometimes, bit. <laughs> like, like sometimes it when has. It hits, sometimes when it, it hits. has a little more power over me, where it's like I can go a long time with. I'm like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I need it. Yeah. You know? like sometimes you're for, out at 4 a.m. trying to get it, but then the guys there at the this, house don't leave. This, sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Wait, you're so you're single. Yes. Do you you think? Um, when you're like starting to date girls, they listen to this podcast to see like what you're all about and like, you know, try to sometimes girls are, you know, will do this type of thing mm-hmm. where they like kind of follow you, see what your vibe is, and then they'll like be that person for mm. you. Um, I don't I haven't experienced that. I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah, sure. you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know yet. Just but- a perfect girl appears one day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how Mario perfect. wants her. Um successful confident uh loves herself rich <laughs> wants to be my sugar mama no i'm just kidding <laughs> like have you seen you uh, i've seen the first season it's like he's a stalker yeah. and yeah. he like just watches what they do and then yeah. they he learns about them and then he's like the perfect yep. mate for them mm-hmm. yeah i mean if they're perfect for me i'm not gonna fight it <laughs> please, please do even if they're not authentic uh, I mean, I feel like I could tell if they're authentic or not. Can you? I have a pretty. Good, I feel like I have a pretty good gut, like a pretty good, like uh, uh-huh. what do you call it intuition. Intuition. Yeah. I, I think you know. So far, mm. it hasn't led me wrong. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> if, I, I, well, I because if someone goes to that degree, yeah, like I feel like they'd probably be very good at acting. Oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Because some people are hell deceitful. Bro. We'll see, dude. The <laughs> guy that I married before, Byron, dude, yeah. I so I always used to pride myself on having like really good intuition, <sighs> mm-hmm. and then when I feel that like you would have really good happened, intuition. I, I think I do, but like yeah. when that happened, I was like. Do I, you know, like I was like, do I know anything in the world right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, you question everything. Right? You trust your your intuition. That's part yeah. of like, you know, trusting yourself is like you trust your intuition. And if something goes wrong, you're like, what the do? What the f-? like yeah. everything? Your whole world just like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, how yeah. long did that last? That whole marriage and everything. We did. De- I dated him for like a year and a half. The marriage, the non-marriage, what I don't know. That was like a couple of months. Lived 
like maybe a month or two of us trying to figure out because mm. like I was saying, it was very like, what's going on? Like this was in New York. That was in New York. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. And then right after that, I met Byron mm. and actually weirdly, uh, his best friend is best friends with, was one of Byron's best friends. So like they know each other. Wait, they both wait. went to the same Whoa. like dental school. His best friend is one of Byron's best friends. Yeah. So they share Whoa. a best friend. Wow. That, that uh, best friend, she's a girl. Yeah. I actually like, I feel kind of bad about this, but I I told Byron, you got to cut her out. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot have her, like she's just a reminder for me. Mm. But I mean, like, you're not wrong. Oh, thanks. I felt really bad. Cause like, you know what? They're, they're good friends. And mm. I, there's nothing it has nothing to do with me yeah. but like in a way it, it did so mm. i was like because i was like i don't want anything that we do for you to talk to her mm-hmm. about it and then it gets back to him because like i have this par- paranoia about him yeah because he's so weird he's so weird like what a normal yeah. person does what he does so yeah. I'm like i i wouldn't put it above him but also like if this person like like fake married you and that was her his best friend and i'm sure she knew like Oh, she knew the whole thing. That's, and that's kind of mm. fucked up. Like, you know, you can't, Whoa. you you wouldn't want your new husband to associate with someone like that. Byron actually not? knew about me <gasps> before what? we even met in real life because of her. What? She's also, she's not a bad person or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I know, I know she just got caught in the middle of something yeah, really yeah, yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's it's crazy. Wow. Wait, wow. how old were you when you married that guy? I don't know. I think I was like right on track with my dream timeline. Oh. oh. Maybe like 25, 26, something okay. like that. Mm. Part of me is like, maybe I forced him to marry me like I did with Byron. Like yeah. but Byron, I forced him to marry me. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> 100%. But like, I was like, you know, you, you think back and you're like, did I do that? Because I don't think that I was like that with him. I think yeah. he wore, wore a lot of the pants. Mm. And what he tells people is that he, he tells people that he was forced to marry me. Mm. I don't think he means I forced him. No, I think maybe his family, his family yeah. forced him to mm. marry. Because like he got the ring from his, he got the money from his his sisters. And then also maybe I just made it too easy because I was like, yes, I'm going to marry you. <laughs> and then I like did the wedding and my, my family paid for the wedding. In fact, yeah, he didn't pay us back for the wedding. No. Um, and then he, he took some of that money that his parents put money into the wedding too but he took that money and paid off his fucking student loans holy shit <laughs> that's so shady that's holy. when i started being that's like oh, there's shady. something wrong here like yeah. you would think that these are all big signals like something's yeah, yeah. wrong but that's when i was like there's something wrong wow so before that whole like wedding collapse like you didn't notice any red flags no wow like you know when a guy proposes to you like he had my friend who's a photographer like take photos like we were walking through central park mm-hmm. and then he got me the ring i wanted like oh. when a guy does all those things for you you're kind of like you know no one's forcing you to do this shit like yeah. you think it's real yeah. um most normal people would think that's real. and we were like we were dating for over a year mm-hmm. and then our parents met like yeah. that's actually i think how things got twisted is he arranged for his parents to meet my parents. And I think in like Korean culture or something, that means he's like really mm, serious. Like and so the oh. parents thought that we were getting married and I think oh. they started pressuring him. Mm. I don't think it was me. Mm. Surprising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was me. And now I learn like his sisters pulled the money to get me the ring. Mm. So what I told Byron is I was like, you spend 
all your money to get me that ring. <laughs> you spend your own money. <laughs> yeah. No, your sister's money. And then I was like, it has to be two carrots. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see why earlier you're like, oh, uh, what if a girl watches this stuff and becomes the perfect girl for Mario and you don't notice it, mm-hmm. right? And that's why you said you have good intuition. You still didn't see that. You're still blindsided, right? Mm-hmm. So watch out bro yeah you can't you can't say that you have good intuition because then you're just fucking yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah when it does happen you're like damn i guess i don't and then it makes it, things even worse because mm-hmm. then you start doubting all those all the times you know it, well you start doubting yourself in like not even in relationships but also like in your own business and things that you do on a daily basis it's like do i really do I really have a good idea of what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Or maybe I live in my own world. Like part of, I was fearful that I just live in my own world. Like that I'm like delusional, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way that I actually caught him, um, the cheating part and started putting things together is that we were at dinner with a whole bunch of friends after we had both already found out that the marriage certificate is not mm-hmm real so we were still like living together like fake living like trying to figure this out and i was at dinner with him and our friends and then he was like on the phone like smiling (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) smiling and i was like oh what's funny what's (laughs) funny and then he's like oh nothing and one of my friends texted me and i was like i just got this like crazy feeling like because i'm very trusting of my the people that I date mm-hmm. and I just got this crazy, crazy feeling. And then the next day when he went to school, dental school, um, I just like just opened his bags. He had just gotten back from a mission trip, like a dental mission trip. Mm-hmm. He opened his bags. He did not unpack yet. Got out his freaking laptop. And then he always, he, I was going to say something when you said this, but he always leaves all of his stuff out for me to look at. Mm. So it gives me like a sense of trust mm-hmm. and in him. So then I opened it. I looked through his emails and I found an email where he's emailing this girl. Um, like, oh, you're going to wherever? Like, bring me back a keychain. And then so I looked through his luck. I was like, oh, looking through his <laughs> luggage. And then I found the fucking keychain. Oh. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know why, but I just like screenshotted that. And then I also looked through his like, the the history on his web browser. Mm-hmm. He's on OkCupid okay, and stuff like that. And uh. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Because, you, you know, you don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. And so I took, thankfully, I took a picture. Um, and I think about this all the time. But I texted him i was like come home now and then so he came home and he's like chill i think he knew he was like in trouble but because oh. i never tell him to come home yeah but he was chill and he was like what's up <laughs> and i was like i threw the keychain at him i was like what the fuck is this he's like, <laughs> he's like it's a keychain i was like who's it for and then he's like I don't know, just like a friend. I was like, okay. I was like, is there anything you want to tell me? Is there anything? Is there anything you want to tell me? He's like, no. And I was like, but I saw the emails. And he's like, what emails? And then he opened it up. The email's gone. And then I was like, what? (laughs) When he did that, I was like, what? And I seriously doubted myself. I was like, what? Am I making this up? Am I crazy? I'm crazy. And then I was like looking frantically at the emails and there's no email. And then I was all of a sudden I clicked and I was like, but you, I was like, let me see your phone. And then he's like, here, see my phone. There was nothing. And then I was like, but you were texting someone at 6 PM yesterday while we were at dinner. And I was like, there's no text messages from 6 PM. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, 
I delete text messages. <gasps> and I was like, who does that? Nobody does that. <laughs> and then I was just like, I was so conflicted in my own head. I was like, is this happening? Like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, am I, am I, is it me? And then thankfully then the only thing that literally reassured me is that I had that screenshot of mm -hmm. the the email transaction and i was like no it's not me that gave me like the mm -hmm. courage to be like no it's not me because he would he would fucking lie till the very end like Damn. he he was looking at me in the face like so so easily just lied and mm -hmm. i was like how could you do that mm -hmm. <laughs> but he'll take it to the grave is yeah. what i got from that i was like girls if you find evidence you take pictures <laughs> yeah yeah no, so definitely. what did he say when you showed him like he was like, oh, but, oh, he, he was like, oh, but he's, he like smiled. I'll never forget. Like he smiled what? like really creepy. Like he was caught kind of <sighs> like that. And I was like, whoa. And then I was this like, this guy's neurotic. Dude. I think he's crazy. He's psychotic. Yeah. I think the whole, like the suicide thing or whatever made me kind of realize, I think that he has some like mental oh, issues yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't really know the extent of it. Obviously I'm not with him anymore. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. I think that there was something going on there. Oh, that sounds like a hundred percent something. Wait, mental wait, wait. Health issue. So, so you showed him and he smiled creepily. And what, creepy, do you, what, do you, what do you say? He, nothing. He's like, Oh, huh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you smiling? Yeah. And then you just left. <laughs> or like, well, I think still, you, you still don't accept it. Yeah, yeah. You have to like tell someone. Yeah. Yeah. I called my mom. I was like, mom, I think I found what the, the key to this whole thing. Yeah. But you know, you think, you think these things happen and you want to blame someone. Initially I was blaming the girl cause not her, but like thinking, oh, he's cheating on me. That's why. But it's actually not why, you know, like the problem was always there. Mm -hmm. It's not the girl that he's cheating on me with, or I don't know if they actually got physical or whatnot, but he started dating her after me anyway. Uh -huh. um, mm. uh, I think it was just, there was something wrong with the relationship that, and I didn't know. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, how could I have known? I look around, how could you know? Is there anything I could have done differently? You think back and it's like, no, I don't think so. I think I did the best I could. I actually think that I exited that situation real good. Mm. Uh, I'm very proud of myself for that. And I, I think like some women are more emotional than me. I'm like stone cold, like yeah. I was saying. So like, I just like did it. But I can see how that sort of relationship would drag on for years even because he has complete control over you. Ooh. Mm -hmm. It does sound like you. That's... You. <gasps> you, yeah, you. 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 <laughs> not you, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you. No, yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> and it's crazy because now that you're looking back at it, you're like, I couldn't have figured it out. I couldn't. And so part of what I'm scared of is like, maybe we're still married on paper because I never saw physical evidence. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to like pop into my life later and be like, I'm entitled to half of everything that you, uh, we oh. own, that you, that you've built now. The long con. Because now long con. He, I'm on social media. So I'm very yeah. like visible in the dental community. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm like, he's a dentist. He probably knows. He yeah. probably knows. Mm -hmm. He probably watches something. I don't know. Or mm -hmm. maybe he just doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But like when I go live sometimes, my, my exes pop up and I have good relationships with every other ex besides mm. him. And they'll be like, I'll be talking about my ex sometimes. And then they'll be like, Hey Joyce. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, hi. <laughs> Wait, are your exes all dentists? Almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pharmacist ex-boyfriend. Mm. 
my high school one was not. He's actually very interesting. He was like, he became a aerospace engineer. Oh, okay. And when I met him, he was nothing. I mean, not nothing in a bad <laughs> way, but like yeah. he had not even graduated high school because yeah. he joined like this gang mm. and he went to like prison and stuff like that. Whoa. But then I made him go to fucking school. I was like, you have to go to school. So I made him go to school and then because he, he's smart. You changed mm. his life. I did change mm. his life. Yeah. Actually, I can say that because yeah. he says that. No, okay, perfect. <laughs> he says like, I changed his life and I think not, not just me, but like my family, um, like my mom and dad really like cared for him too oh. and so like randomly he sent us pears pears like well it, that's how you show love pears in Asian culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, pears. and i don't even talk to him anymore so like a lot of my exes i try my best to distance myself from yeah. them even though we have a good relationship because mm-hmm. just as respect for their new relationships because what happened in the beginning is i was still good friends with a lot of my exes mm-hmm. and even if i didn't talk to them every day or like i was in a different state their whoever they were dating would see like pictures of us or like mm. would see me calling them and they would get really crazy and like oh. they would like message me like stop talking to my boyfriend mm-hmm. and like get, get freaking insane so yeah at a certain point i was like i just need to like do this because it's they're in new relationships they should just go and mm-hmm. enjoy that and we're mm-hmm. still friends we're good we don't yeah. have to talk every day i, mm-hmm. I actually the the guy who life you changed i really like that because sometimes like sometimes a good woman can really change your life like i remember being in my high school relationship and the girl that i dated she her and her family they were super smart very mm. successful like they made her like go to like uh do internships when she was like a junior we started taking community classes together when mm-hmm. we were juniors you know and i hadn't that wasn't my experience you know i started going to college classes when i was what like 16 17 mm-hmm. like that and it really like set a trend for my life where i was mm-hmm. like oh you know like i gotta i gotta be smarter i gotta be better mm-hmm. so i i really like that it's just like one of the things i think people struggle with if they don't go to school like for instance i was just gonna do an insta story about this because oh, mm. um yeah someone i was talking to they're struggling with school but i was tell i wanted to tell them like no one ever thought i was smart until like now everyone thinks i'm smart because i have the degrees and all this stuff but like literally the entire time I was in school, I never thought I was smart. I thought I was uh-huh. stupid because like I didn't always get the best grades and Me stuff too. like that. And I have to imagine that if you're not in school, you must feel like, oh, maybe I'm not smart or whatever. Because school is like just like a paper validation oh, that yeah. you're smart. But it's almost yeah. like not like I was telling Byron, I don't care if Russin goes to college. Yep. Honestly, don't. Like, I don't think that you need to. I think people are smart in their own way. Yeah. But if you keep thinking that you're only smart by going to school, that's like, that's not, there's something wrong there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just, uh, the, it's just this other system. And sometimes you can't thrive in the system, but that doesn't equate to you not being intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, maybe you're not good at this system, at this one thing or whatever. But that does not mean you're not going to be good at your life. Or does not mean you're not going to be smart or mm-hmm. successful. Because I've, dude, the funniest thing, I've seen people from my high school who were like, the A students, like the really like smart kids in high school. Mm. And I look at, and I've seen some where their trajectory of their lives now, some, some are, you know, successful, whatever. Most aren't. And the C students that I, that were in my classes, I'm like, damn, like these dudes are like very successful, like way better, way better Mm. than like when we were in high school. Uh It's crazy. Cause it it doesn't, it doesn't, unless you're going into some kind of field where it's like, you know, 
when you have to go to school like dentistry or like science or math or something like that mm -hmm. sometimes like college isn't as important for you you know there's so mm -hmm. many other avenues to being successful in life no oh, yeah definitely 100 and, and even then what kind of success are we talking about you know like monetary uh -huh. right like uh, financial are we talking about like successes like they have the life that they want right whether it's like with a family and kids or i like think a, as an observer you usually mean monetary mm -hmm. you know maybe mm -hmm. maybe family here yeah. there too but i can't say well they're successful yeah. well they feel successful yeah. you know because for me personally like success is like happiness enjoying with like you know maybe financial too yeah because i think if you have all the money in the world and you're not happy like you're not really successful you know what i mean what did you succeed in making money yeah mm -hmm. you could say that but did you succeed in like living the life that you want to that's that's a little different because you know through years i met a lot of like really rich friends mm -hmm. <clears throat> and like i have rich friends who like reach out to me and say like hey I'm really envious of the life that you live. You look like you, you're always having so much fun. You're you do look like you're having so much fun. Yeah, you yeah. look like you're having too much fun. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm like, well, why don't you just go on a trip with me or something? He's like, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm stuck yeah. working. Like mm -hmm. I can't leave, you know, or I have a family, I have kids. And they always say the same thing. I'll just live vicariously through you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's, Kind yeah, of I do that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes I just watch the stories. And I'm like, oh, that looks fun. I'm like, yeah. he's been crazy. He's been wild. <laughs> I'm in bed all tucked in. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that looks fun. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I'll have people too, like like Mario, where they're like, oh, I'd be too tired. I don't know how you do it, but it seems fun. Mm -hmm. Like, but I wouldn't do it because I'm I'd be exhausted. You know. So, <laughs> but yeah, again, you know, I think it's different for everyone. I think you know, just like how our idea is that kids have to go to college to be successful. I think all that's starting to shift just like how making money is no longer like just the way rubric for like success, right? Like being happy, living the life that you want, understanding that like the idea of success and the idea of like intelligence is like really shifting mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. like, I, you, I like it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like it's it good. a lot. I like it a lot. Cause I think people are becoming more like a people person. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, like, uh, if you really look to like, um, so Mr. Beast on YouTube, right? Mm hmm probably the most successful youtuber right like he he says like the best way for him to make his videos and like be successful in what he does is to understand people more uh-huh uh -huh. right? and he makes like content like catered to people by understanding their needs and their wants mm -hmm. right so that's all he's focused on and and him as a successful youtuber he says like all he cares about is making videos because that's what he enjoys doing yeah. like he doesn't even really take money to himself and you know like that guy makes a lot of money yeah. yeah you know so it's 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 more the idea of like making the videos and the videos just happen to make you money yeah, right? I'm not driven by money at all, yeah. which it seems like I would be. But I totally thought you would be. <laughs> I'm not driven by money. Yeah. Um, like, I don't even care if I'm making any money, actually. Mm -hmm. Maybe that just is like such a privileged thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, my husband makes. Yeah, anyway. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Are you driven by money at no, all? No, no. Are you? Yeah. You're driven by yeah. money. Yeah. Well, it depends. It's a, it's a big aspect of it. Uh -huh. Like I know that I want to make a lot of money and a good amount of money so that I can take care of my family uh -huh. and make sure they're well taken care of. And like, I do think money does buy happiness. Money buys a lot of happiness. Obviously it won't buy like love, mm. but it'll buy you a certain large degree of happiness. Yeah. That's my own personal perspective. Byron, Byron feels the same way. Yeah. Like he's very driven by my, I'm like, you go get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like for me, I think, I think success has changed so much. Like every year that I live, it changes. But like for me at this point, I'm, I 
want to do the things that I want to do that I love. Like yeah. only the things like, you know, sometimes when you're a dentist, you do like all this other shit. Like you do like root canals and extractions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And for me, I was like, in my business, if I want to feel successful, it's not about mm-hmm. how much money I bring in, but only doing the procedures that I love. But like, mm-hmm. how do I do that? Like, because if you're saying no to all these other procedures, then you're not making as much mm-hmm. or like you have to grow this this very niche like mm-hmm. aspect of your business and yeah. how, how can I be successful like by turning stuff away but I was like I'm gonna feel the best and most successful if I do what I love and what I love only mm-hmm. so like I've been trying to build my life like that and I feel like I'm just like so much happier in yeah. general Ooh, doing I that. love that awesome. I love that oh, thank you Dude, that's <laughs> congrats Joyce good stuff <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to Lightning Round, where we ask our guests some rapid-fire questions. If they can't answer on time, they have to take a shot. Uh Uh, Joyce, are you ready? Yes, I am. One, two, three. If you were a dentist, what would you be? Oh, I would be the voice of a cartoon character, like ideally Sailor Mars. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That's interesting. And fast, too. Wow. (laughs) Uh, If you have another kid, what would you name him or her? That uh, depends if it's a girl or a boy. It's a girl. I have to leave that up to Byron. Okay. Mm. He's super picky. Oh, really? Yeah. I give him, I have a whole list. I just give the list to him and he doesn't like any of them except one probably. Mm. Okay. That's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) What's the weirdest gift you've ever gotten? Uh, Oh, I know. I got like, Someone on Instagram like heard me talking about the Kardashians, how much I like the Kardashians, or like I watched the their show all the time. So they sent me this like candle, um, but it, it it looks like Mary or something like that on the candle. It looks mm. it's like one of those candles, and I opened it. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I was like, this is so scary. It's so creepy. But then. Then he messaged me later. He's like, don't throw that candle away. It's actually Kim Kardashian. Remember how Kanye made those candles with him on the candle? Like mm-hmm. as if he's like Jesus Christ or whatever. Yeah. So he actually like manufactured all these candles for him. Oh. And so he had like a few left over. He sent it to me. And then I looked at it. I was like, that is Kim Kardashian. Oh. I thought it was like Mary. And I thought it was so oh. creepy that somebody sent me this. And he's like, please don't throw it away. Like it's probably going to be a collectible or something yeah. at some point. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Dang, it's that's so awesome. nice, but it was also so creepy at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um favorite food i like shabu shabu oh mm. guess what we're going after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. favorite song i like spice girls okay do you have a fetish no okay. i don't like fetishes <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like sex i don't like feed or anything like <laughs> if you were a dj what would your name be oh actually byron's a dj what? Oh, really? no, no, no. what? He, he was back in the day. Oh. His oh. name was DJ DK. DJ DK. Like ca- cavities. Dentist. That's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> DK. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Mm. Okay. Um, who is the one person that you admire most? My mom. Oh. She's a dentist. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Everyone's literally surrounded by dentists. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest person you know. Uh, uh, who do I know? Someone who's funnier than me? <laughs> I, I knew it! I knew it! Uh, go, Peter. All right. Uh, if you could travel anywhere, where would you go? Oh, I want to go to what's it? This is an island. Ibiza. Bo- Bo- Belize. Bo- Bo- Bali. Not Bo- no, I can't think of the name right. It starts with an M. <laughs> but- it starts with an M. No. Is it M? 
I can picture it in my head. I actually really wanted to go there, and Byron said that it's too expensive. Well, with the huts. Mm. Maldives. 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 Yes. Maldives really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite Korean dish. I like kimchi jjigae. Kimchi jjigae. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. It's like good comforting. Too. Yeah. I would say so. Uh, if you could only drink one drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, wine. <laughs> wine. Oh, yeah. Okay. How many balls can you finish if you really want to? Drink? Oh, I can drink. I can drink. <laughs> she's like i think that's a lot she's korean <laughs> and she's a mom <laughs> that's, that's true that's true i'm like mm. a daily drinker oh okay i have a, a little wine every night oh wow okay yeah nothing I, crazy keeps you looking no, young nothing, yeah <laughs> if you could give a piece of advice for people out there to how to take care of your their teeth what's the most important thing they could do Ooh, i think like i think common misconception is like it's just so simple you just brush two times a day and you mm-hmm. floss or whatever. But everybody is so different that you have to think of it more individualized. Mm. It's kind of like a skincare routine. It's like yeah. everyone has a different genetic predisposition and different bacteria mm-hmm. in their mouth. Like some people, like I do these videos on TikTok and I'm like, this is a like the craziest oral hygiene routine with these products. And some people are like, I don't do any of that shit. I don't have ca- cavities. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. well, good for you. <laughs> a lot of people out there have cavities and yeah, they yeah. need this like information. Mm-hmm. But um, I think like if your dentist can can figure out if you're cavity prone or mm. maybe you have like periodontal disease in your family, like and tailor tailor the, the products for you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good way to think about mm. it. It's not so cookie cutter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh. makes sense. Makes Ooh. sense. Oh, I'm glad I know that for me now. Too. <laughs> uh, what's the most embarrassing moment in your life or one? Oh, oh, um, probably when I was in Vegas. Oh, I was in Vegas <laughs> and I was like with two girlfriends who are like girlfriends of th- my husband's friends. Mm. And then we were like going out. I was like dressed in like a very short skirt. Like when I go to Vegas, I really try to look like, <laughs> like the partner going like, to Vegas. Like, you know, I want free drinks. So I'm like, <laughs> really, I really dress the part. Yeah. I'm not wearing a sweatshirt. Um, <laughs> and I was wearing like five inch heels mm-hmm. and we had just left Marquee. And they wanted to go to the bathroom. So we went to the bathroom. And then while we were in the bathroom, for some reason, someone barfed right outside. But I was the first one to leave. And it was right outside. And I slipped and I fell in the puke in my like five inch heels. And my friends were like, oh my God. And then like, there's a guy walking by. And he's like, is that you, Dr. Kong? And it was like a student at USC. I was teaching at USC at that time. And he's it was one of my students. Oh. Oh. Very embarrassing. Wow. Okay, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty and good. he got an A the rest of the semester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You told no one about this. <laughs> All right, guys, that concludes our lightning round. I want to say thank you to our amazing and very very funny guest, mm-hmm. Joyce the Dentist. Let us know where we can find you. It's Joyce the Dentist on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, and oh. I'm making a blog. Nice, <laughs> sweet, sweet. Nice. And uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment below what you guys want us to talk about next. We're always here to listen. And remember, <laughs> live fast, eat ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> not recommended by your dentist. Yeah, not recommended by your dentist, though. <laughs>